Hey everybody, what's going on? We are now live and you are listening or watching to Xbox Ultimate Podcast. This is episode number 29. Uh, this is going to be an awesome episode because we have a very, very special guest. Um, down below me, you see this man. Uh, we're all familiar with him because uh, he's been a big part of the community for a long time. I've uh, been listening uh, to his show and seen him on lots of podcasts lately. He's just been making the rounds again. He does it ever so often. Uh, I want to welcome our very special honored guest, Mr. Lord Cognito, to the show for the first time. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? man? Good to be here. I wanted to say I can't wait to be here. The ultimate Xbox podcast. That's what it is. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like what's the name I love it, man. Thank you for the invite, brother. I know we've been talking for a while, trying to to get it uh, scheduled, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk topics. We got three bit here, and we got the lovely lady Caitlin. I want to say that also. <laughs> Game of Thrones, you know what I mean, and of course, <laughs> Psychonauts who pulled up in the eleventh hour. So salute, man. But yeah, man. Thank you for the invite. Really, really appreciate it. Awesome, man. I'm super happy that you. Uh, decided to grace us with your uh lord presence <laughs> um and now we got psychonauts is filling in for us right now as a last minute savior i appreciate it man uh we were going to be down to four and I, I, hey that that's fine i know we can all talk but uh i wanted to have another voice in here and you came through uh pong soul's internet is down if it comes back mm. our our great friend pong might be able to hop in here with us. We are crossing our fingers and hoping so that he's able to join us. If not, we still got this amazing uh, foursome here with me, including Mr. Psychonauts, who is going to be joining us on Fun Pop Podcast, which has our first episode on Sunday. Uh, what's going on, Psychonauts? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I was about to watch a show, and then... I saw the message. Check your DMs. <laughs> so yeah, I am. <laughs> Check those DMs. Yeah. Brother. And I know Pong is, uh, yeah. if he can actually watch or listen to this right now, he's just saying, I wanted to rock with Pong yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Like, he um, really wanted to be here for uh, Lord Cognito episode. Um, but I'll yeah. go easy on him and Halo tonight. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if he can play. Oh, <laughs> if you can get play, yeah. hey, you better get that internet fixed by March six because that's when the uh, Halo tournament is, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, true. You guys true. got that tournament, yeah, tourney. Yeah, we go. We're going against the esports team in the first round. That should be great. <laughs> we got matched up against. We got matched up. SSWI is that right? Yeah, SSWI. We're gonna face Boom maybe. Uh, from the other side of the bracket. Uh, okay, see, okay, that's gonna be interesting. Facing my my other podcast, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get there. Yeah. We got, we need that's you to carry us three bit. Three bit is the Halo uh, <laughs> uh, Halo guy here. Oh, nice. We all play, but man, he's he's insane. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have regular panelists here as well. Uh, my beautiful wife, first in my heart, Caitlin. Hey, babe, how you doing? I'm doing great. Excited about our guest. Feel bad for Pong, but yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a great show. And uh, we are also, without uh, Assassin Lupin here, just want to uh, send a shout out to her. I hope you're doing well. Uh, just saying hello uh, if you're watching Lupa. 
and we'll see you when you're ready to be back here. Um, now, 3-Bit, the man that hey. is the headshot king in, in Halo, um, <laughs> he, he pulls off crazy accomplishments in Halo. I have no idea how he does it. I've been playing Halo ever since uh, it came out, but he somehow dominates me. I think it's in his blood. Uh, grew up, grew up with it as a kid. I think. Um, what's yeah. going on, Three Bit? It's going good, man. The Halo is definitely uh, in my blood. Me and my dad would play it every day, and, and me and uh, my sisters, uh, we all grew up just going on Blood Gulch, playing for hours. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a uh, love Halo. Um, but yeah, excited to have you here, Cog, and uh, we're gonna have a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've been good. Just, just been working, uh, ready to play some games later and, and have this awesome show. So hello to everyone in the chat. Awesome. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, 3-Bit keeps telling us that he might get his sisters to join us on an Ultimate After Hours playing yes. Halo. I'm waiting for this to happen. I I think they can handle the, <laughs> the conversation and the craziness that goes on. I, they're adults. So I think I think it can happen. You just need to, you just need to ask and pull the trigger. Just warn them. But I don't, if they're yeah. any, if they're like you, yeah, three billion, if they're, if they're as good as you are, then maybe we don't want them to be there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We don't want nine bit. We'll see. We'll see. Nine bit. Um. All right. So hey. We do actually have a show uh, to do with topics and uh, discussion about video games. So let's get to it. Uh, what, how do we start the show every week, babe? The fun speculation of the week. And what is that? This week, it is FPS Boost. FPS Boost! Hey, we just got boosted, baby. We did. Uh, now, yep. this is crazy to me and i want to get your guys thoughts on this but the fact that xbox has this team just dedicated to backwards compatibility um to implement things like auto hdr fps boost um to add all of those 360 titles and original Xbox titles uh, through uh, Voodoo emulation that works amazing that they said was not going to be possible back in the Xbox One. And it, they made it possible. Um, that has carried forward. Now all Xbox One games are also playable unless it's a Kinect game. As well as if it's unlocked frame rate and everything, then you get better performance on the new consoles. So, But this goes above and beyond that. This takes those games that have locked frame rates, let's say it's locked at 30 frames per second, and it, it tricks these games to perform at double, and in some cases, quadruple, uh, yes, I said that, quadruple the frame rate. <laughs> this is something that the developers have to do no work for themselves. It is all done by Xbox and their team. Um, they go through a rigorous process of testing it to make sure the uh, title performs uh, well throughout. It does not hinder the experience at all, and it also stays true to the developer's vision. Uh, so it was handled with care, which is what some people were concerned with, something like this. Um, so I tested Far Cry 4 uh, yesterday on stream, and I was very impressed mm-hmm. with it. 
Um, So we'll start with our uh, esteemed guest here, uh, Mr. Cognito. Uh, What are your thoughts on uh, this feature and Xbox and what they're doing here? Yeah, I mean, this, like you said it best, I mean, this is one of those things that you don't expect as a gamer. And let's be honest, like, frankly, they didn't have to do this. You know, <laughs> Like, yeah. I mean, just being able to play, you know, your old games is already something that I felt, you know, as far as the back compatibility, as far as game preservation, I always felt they were strong, you know. And um, to see an announcement like this is kind of cool because I remember we had Jason Ronald on ILP. And when we were talking, Sov actually asked him this question. And I think at the time, Fallout 4 was mentioned, and they talked about how they were able to boost the frame rates up of a Fallout 4. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, how is that possible? Because the way I understood it was that if the developer coded it to be 30, that the developer has to go back in themselves, unlock that frame rate, and thus you can get better performance. But the way Jason was explaining to us, he kind of hinted, we just realized it now, he kind of hinted at FPS booth before they <laughs> announced it on, on, on IOV because he's like, look, we have the ability to do that. He said the only reason why they don't, and they only did it with um, Fallout, is because I guess with certain other aspects of the game, if the game is too fast at 60 frames, you know what I'm saying, it's probably the way it wasn't intended and could cause some uh, synchronization issues. But for the most part, you know, they, there's something that they can do. So we were just blown away by that. So when the announcement now happens, and then, you know, obviously they're speaking to Jason and, and they're speaking about it, it's really cool to see because a lot of older games that we all love, let's be real, last generation, you know, was the 30 frames for second gen for, for the oh, most yeah. part. You know, yeah. you had a few exceptions, but you always lost a lot of graphical fidelity. So to see this, like, I'm a frames guy. Like, I, I don't know yeah. about you, man. Like, I'm a frames yep. person. So I would always lean on the side of frame rate over resolution. It's one of the main reasons as a Destiny player, I came back from, I went from, from console to PC because of 60 and then back to console once console has 60 frames in destiny because I'm like okay now we can play it the way it's intended <laughs> you know what I'm saying so um no you know this is I love stuff like this you know you've already got auto HDR right you've got now you know the FPS boost you know they've been doing you, you see quick resume and the way it seems to be explained is like there's still so much horsepower under the hood that they're able to utilize that and get this better performance. This is great for gaming. You know, we got a, a little handful right now, from, from my understanding, more are coming. And they, I guess they have to still get permission from certain uh, developers and stuff. But th- this is cool. Man. I love stuff like this. And Xbox, it's, it's, just, it's not even close as far as backward compatibility, game preservation, and value. What they're offering, they don't get enough credit. You know, for for that. So uh, yeah, salute salute to the team, man. This is this is really cool to see. I was I was very happy about this. Yeah, man. It's yeah. uh, I was never like you said. I I was never like the frame rate guy or a resolution guy. I just hey, I just want the games to be optimized the best they could have been for whatever I was playing on. Now this generation with the Series X, I have discovered I was a fool. <laughs> and that <laughs> and that the PC guys that were uh claiming hey the frame rates are all better over here you got to check this out yeah. you know and yeah. I I experienced it on the Series X and I, the PS5 guys are experiencing it on the PS5 now as well mm-hmm. that 60 frames is like Bro. a transformative experience <laughs> it it changes oh, yeah. the way the games feel and that yes. is more important yeah. than the crispness of the resolution Preach, 100% brother. man uh when you play Far Cry 4, even though the resolution's a little blurry and stuff, it's mm. like, holy crap, this plays amazing. Like, you can, it yeah. just, it feels like a new game. 
right? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is something that is incredible on the, the next-gen consoles. That and the loading speeds are... Yeah, it's like a huge leap that I didn't actually anticipate experiencing. So, uh, the, when I see the FPS boost, like you said, it's like, Oh, I can go and play that game and actually get the experience that those PC guys were getting back yeah. in the day Bro. and get to experience that. And that's what it makes me excited. I got to interrupt for one second because yeah, literally yeah. this caused a civil war in my destiny clan. Yeah. When we, <laughs> when I left, right. I was like, because this is what happened. I, obviously, I do Last Word, which is a Destiny podcast. My brother, Ibanta, shout out to him, right? So I knew about the 60 frames of Destiny, right, way back. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. Because if I see it, I'm not going to want to go back to console. Yeah. So it just so happens during podcasts, you're like, you're trying to improve. I had an old rig. I had to update for ILP. I was like, I was, I was running off like an old busted laptop back in the day. Like, that's not how yeah. it was run. Right? So then I finally, so he's like, look, he's going to help me spec out a, a PC. I spec it out. And as soon as I spec it out, he's like, by the way, God, Destiny 2 is free with your rig. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing good <laughs> stuff. So I see it, man. And I'm telling you three bit, like, I was like, I can't go back after this. <laughs> like it was so <laughs> when I see the character yeah. move, bro. It, it's like yo, it felt like when I I threw on Destiny at thirty frames afterwards, it felt like I was in molasses. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. go back. So I told the clan, I was like, um, I'm making an announcement. If you want to play <laughs> Destiny with me, I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> said, you know, that's just what it is. But now I, I'm so happy because, like you said. NVMe, right? With loading time, the 60 frames per second. When they finally added that patch and that update to Series X, and I said, I can't wait for you guys to see, because I got abused by my own clan. It was like, you left us, you traitor. (laughs) (laughs) When I came back, I was like, is that 60 frames worth? Was it worth? Did you understand what I was dealing with? It was, oh my God, Cog, I see that. I understand. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. So I'm glad you said that because a lot of console gamers, really never have experienced it yeah. in combination with the NVMe. So yeah, well, that yeah. was literally my exact situation. I didn't get it. I never experienced it, so I would have no way of knowing. And when I played on PC back in the day, like we'll talk about this later. It yeah. was it was not at 60 frames per second. I'll yeah. just say that. And yeah. uh, man, I, also what you're talking about with the Destiny thing, you know, now that's not even necessarily an issue because of cross-platform play as well, right? So yeah, people can absolutely. actually play together across platforms. So absolutely. Hey, second, what what's your take on this, man? The FPS boost. Have you had a chance to experience uh, any of the games yet, or using it, or what? How do you think it affects, you know, um, at what Xbox is doing and and everything? Well, I think it's it's fantastic. I haven't played any of the. I haven't played Far Cry Four or. Super Lucky Tales, Sniper for UFC 4 or Watch Dogs 2 yet with the F- FPS boost. But I've been playing Division 2 on mm. 4K60, and mm. that is a whole like new game. I mean, we've been playing that for almost two weeks straight, almost. It's just, <laughs> it's amazing. And, you know, and with Super Lucky Tale, they what, quadrupled the frame rate to 120 frames per second so i mean it this is a whole like game changer literally for xbox if you guys love the games that you used to play now you experience them in 60 frames per second or even 120 it's it's a game changer it's great preach here to experience all this it's just i definitely want to try uh sniper elite 4 though 
that's uh that was one game i never checked out but definitely that's one that can download that later definitely benefit off this at that brand's boost yeah um oh, yeah. So, hey soccer did you re- uh see that division two actually has a series xs badge on it now in the in your games Ooh. library no, Ooh. I did not. Okay. I, I noticed not that. Know. I was looking through. I launched it a little <laughs> while ago to mess with the recalibration station in there, and it actually had the XS symbol on it, which it didn't have last I, week, even after the update. So I, I me, me and Palmer were talking about it. Maybe they got the uh, certification through Xbox or something to have that on there because mm-hmm. at, I, I, I wonder if they're going to optimize it. That's the question, I, right? Yeah. Yeah, because if they mm. usually when that is though that badge is optimization for I yeah, but you should already be optimized to get the badge, right? You shouldn't be able to put it on there first and then get out. Op- so like, right. what I'm getting at is that update, like for me, was like okay, this is like plays like a next gen game, you know, like because it's running oh yeah, 4K 60. It's got like super high res textures and everything. I don't know what more I could ask mm. for. You know, to have a great experience, like if unless I'm just being greedy or picky, it's just like flawless to me right now. It's just running amazing. Uh, And I think with the amount of work, maybe they just Xbox realized, okay, they put so much work into this and it it is that actual next gen experience. We're going to put the badge on there. You know, I I don't know. Possibility. Unless it unless it had a patch just recently that we don't know about, or you're going to be patching pretty soon. Maybe. And mm-hmm. they gave the badge now to signify that, Hey, this is going to be optimized. Yeah, oh, that, that'd be, that'd be um, a great question for I mean, Xbox to like, Hey, why did they get the badge now? And not when the update actually came out two weeks ago before that caused everybody to flood back to that game. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. So three bit man, what's your what's your take on yeah. FPS boost, brother? I have a lot of thoughts on it, but <laughs> just to, to sort of to sort of like jump on uh, like division. That's oh, yeah. like an old game, right? I always I always hear the conversation like old games they don't matter, and and here I am. I only played like old games. <laughs> like <Great>. at, at <laughs> what point? My my question to people is like, at what point does old games become old for you? Mm. like yeah what is your definition of like an old game and and how does that hinder like your i guess enjoyment of the game because i a, a game like division 2 is i haven't played it before but what i'm playing now it, it feels like uh the game just came out yeah. you know mm. uh so i don't know that that's always really interesting to me but um yeah, I knew about the FPS boost thing for a while. Um, I mean, I talked about it on Four Guys with Quarters. I have such a terrible poker face. Um, <laughs> we knew that but, you knew. We uh, were trying to poke at you to see if we could get you to, yeah, to release some yeah. information. Um, trying to get him to snitch. <laughs> Gotta get him to snitch. No, we didn't do that. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, Microsoft's, like, software to, to hardware technologies is very impressive. There's there's like two different situations where they are essentially tricking the game, the game source code, like what, what Cog was kind of mentioning, like backwards compatibility, uh, which treats the Xbox like an emulator for like older titles. That's kind of like tricking it. And then this new FPS boost, which is basically sending data back from uh, D3D um, way faster because of the hardware. And uh, you guys should really check out the Digital Foundry yeah. Every time I'm about to get into the nerd talk, I'm like, you know what? They will probably explain this uh, a lot better. 
good, so good, go, <laughs> go check that out. Um, mm -hmm. We'll explain that a lot better than me. But um, yeah, I mean, I brought this up before, but where, but where it does get interesting with Microsoft, with all of these sort of innovative strategies to improving older games, like adding HDR support, uh, frame rate boost, and the smart delivery feature. And and some people like sort of take those little features for granted, but to me, it like really starts to add up. Like, yeah. like when I was first trying to install Miles Morales, mm -hmm. it took me so long to figure out because it kept defaulting my install to the PS4 version when I got it on the PS5. I know about that. And yeah, <laughs> had the same I was experience. trying to install it. I'm like, mm -hmm. why? Why was it um, not smart enough to default to the correct platform that I'm on? But continue. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, which mm -hmm. is which is like smart delivery, right? That's, ding, that's ding, pretty ding, much ding. what smart delivery does. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> um, and and the small stuff you, you don't think about, like the bringing over the cloud saves, like things Great. over time just makes uh the Xbox more accessible, and I think. That's why I'm a fan of the Xbox brand, uh, and and I you know I grew up with the brand for sure. But those features over time, um, I, I think are just it's just it, it just goes to show you the team that that is behind the uh, like Aaron Greenberg and that team. Praise <laughs> praise to them. Um, yeah. And and I, I'm really uh, interested in what's going to happen in the future. Now, last thing I'll end on is is. Microsoft is putting in place systems that is really good for us gamers. But for companies like NBA 2K21 or, or 2K, right? I know where you're going. Um, yep. <laughs> where it was like $15 and, and you compare it to next gen, which is like $70. is crazy right now. Um, point, is it going to be Microsoft wanting to update games? versus they can't because uh, a, a publisher wants to, uh, you know, make money off of a remaster. Right. So like Red Dead Redemption I love one. this. Yes. <laughs> so I love this FPS boost feature. I, I think it's great. But I, what I'm questioning is, like, there's certain games they might want to do it for. And, they, and the publisher's like, mm, we might want to sell this as, as a remaster. Even though they're just bumping up the settings, it's pretty much like you are literally going to your your PC, <laughs> changing the settings to high in some cases, right? Um, and you're just basically upping the settings for those games, and and we're paying uh, a whole bunch of extra money for it. But mm -hmm. that's why I'm wondering where it's going. I'm curious what you guys' thoughts are, are on that. It's a but, good uh, point. I, I love to jump in if I may. Um, yeah, because that is the that's the dichotomy because. You know, obviously, this is something that Xbox can do back on the platform level. The key is always a back compact. I always tell people, even back in the day when it just came to reveals and announcements, right? It had to always, people like, Xbox, what's going on? Where's my GTA? Or where's my, you know, bring such and such, you cowards? <laughs> like, it was always yelling at Xbox about why this game isn't out on back compact yet. But like the way I shout out to Bill Stilwell, who we've had on, who was one of the OGs, man, he really, you know, fathered that program. It also comes down to the publisher because it's twofold. One, like you said, three pit, which is, you know, the publisher may already have a remaster kind of in tuck that they may want to charge for, right? And that necessarily what Xbox is doing may not be in line with their financial plan of trying <laughs> to release this game and get some extra yeah. money, you know? And then, so you got that, you got the licensing aspect. And then also the other thing is some some companies do want to do it, 
but let's just say I'm just gonna make up a theoretical. Like, let's say like you know we're gonna talk about Diablo uh, in a later topic. You know, let's say you know the new Diablo, you know, is uh, four is gonna come out at a specific window. So what some companies want to do is they want to hype up that launch by doing the release of the re, you know remaster or the frame price boost right in conjunction. Mm-hmm. So they they like no 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 don't do that yet because we we plan on yeah, releasing yeah. this. We got a whole marketing rollout we want to do. So gamers have to understand it's like it's not all on Xbox. A lot of this Xbox can do, but it's have to work in concert with the publisher and, and their their vision as far as what they want for the title. But yeah, good good point because that's going to be you know the the actual battle internally as far mm-hmm. as how much we get out of it. But um, from what I understand, you know, definitely more are coming. This is just a small batch. I think this batch was specifically picked. It was like, why are these games? <laughs> like, specifically yeah. because they wanted to show different aspects, 120, different genres, you know, stuff like yeah. that. But, yeah, that, that's going to yeah. be the thing going forward. And unfortunately, I think where mm-hmm. that's going to kick in is going to be in the biggest titles, where they would also be able to make the most money on reselling us the game again. Uh, but I will say also um, that the... There is a, there is an opposite side to this, huh? right? Let's go, let's go. The opposite hey, Pong? side. Is Pong in here? Pong, yeah, right? it's, it's it's Pong. I am here. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, everybody. We got Pong. He made it. He didn't miss the Cog episode. Oh, uh, he, he's excited. What's up, dude? Oh, can't hear you right now, man. That's right, man. Hey, oh, I yeah. uh, had to drive over to where they're fixing the internet. And I said, look, not only am I missing Xbox Ultimate, but you don't know who's on the show tonight. <laughs> and I said, we've got royalty in the house, and you guys need to take care of this shit right now. And so they got it together. Hopefully it's going to hold. Hopefully it's going to hold. That's all I got to say. Big problem in the house. Do you have a guy like standing outside your house right now holding like two wires together to try and make this happen for you? <laughs> Pretty much. You stand it over, buddy. Just make sure you go leave the house to go slip him a $5 bill every once in a yeah. while or something yeah. man to keep yeah. him there yeah, exactly i've, I've got yeah, the hundred yeah. already slipped so he's covered for the entire show nice so we're good all, all right, right bro. i just go. picture him like standing on standing on one leg he's just like like this nice dude that's awesome that you made it dude i'm super happy about that bro yeah so am i man i was devastated all night really devastated so awesome to be here thank you so sure. now, because you're here, we have a double the awesome because Psychonauts got, got saved us as well. So we get an awesome yeah. show with him is here here because Absolutely. you left. So we in addition. Oh yeah. So, uh, but going in the opposite of what you were saying, there is a, there is a also a positive side for these publishers as well because when the when Xbox does this and it costs the publisher zero dollars to actually have this increase on some of these titles, they're inherently probably going to see a sales boost on these older games that Xbox is doing. I can guarantee you there are people that went out yesterday and bought Far Cry 4 or Watch Dogs 2 because like, Mm -hmm. hey, I can go, I never played this game, I can play it at 60 frames per second on my Series X or Series S, I'm going to go do that. Um, And that's something that they can actually go to Xbox and say, hey, thanks, guys. You helped us make some freaking money here. We appreciate that. So there is two sides to the coin. Um, I know that 
Uh, Pong may want to jump in on this FPS boost conversation here. Uh, do you have any thoughts on it, man? All right, so I don't know what's already been discussed, but obviously, uh, again, this is something that Microsoft does not have to do, right? So they are doing this simply from the standpoint that they care about the backwards compatibility. And Phil has stated many times he cares about the history of video games, right, and preserving it. And for them to go back and take the time to put in the extra work, create a whole nother team that has to do all the testing for this stuff and to go back and make sure that they are running properly. And on top of that, they're doing it an extra step by going and asking all the devs whether or not this is okay to do, right? And and make sure that the original uh, creative intent is still there, right? So even if the, you know, if they go and they say, Hey, it really works and we can do this, but the dev come back, dev devs come back and say, Nah, that's not really what we we're going for here. We really don't want it running in 60 frames. Oh, Microsoft is saying, cool, not a problem. We're going to go ahead and respect what you guys want. You know, at the same time, they can come back and say, you know, we're planning on doing like a remaster or something like that. So please, you know, <laughs> yep. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Yep. We, we want to <laughs> do that down the road. And Microsoft is respecting that. So I just think it's amazing, uh, number one, that they even take the time uh, the money uh, involved to go ahead and come up with this sort of workaround, which is thinking way outside the box, right? Um, right. So I think it's amazing they're going to do this. I do think it brings a lot to the table as far as when people are looking at this kind of stuff, when these devs go back and say, hey, you know what? Microsoft can do this, but once if we want to do it ourselves, maybe we should put a little extra work and get the credit and, you know, let's go back and change some of the code. Let's make this thing work on our own and we can re-release it and say, hey, we optimize it for, you know, the series consoles. It looks good, right? So there's, there's some give and take there, but I think overall for Microsoft to do this, it goes a long way in preserving the history of video games. It brings them more up to date. As much as people like to say, who goes back and plays old games? We all do. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so for them to put this in there, uh, it just makes it so awesome when you go back and you pop in an old game and see it running at 60 frames per second and auto HDR. It looks beautiful. And I I can't wait for them to expand this program out. And who knows what else they're going to find out that they can do. You know, again, there's audio, you know, is, is there a way to create some virtual surround sound stuff in here that we, we could add later on? You know, this team continues to impress. So I, I don't put it past them to come up with something else. But uh, kudos, kudos uh, to uh, Microsoft for doing it. Absolutely. That's maybe one of the best benefits of the Xbox brand, actually, is that team and the stuff that they keep doing, because that's just customer service stuff. Right. It's just like enhanced benefit stuff. Uh, quickly, one one game from each of you uh, that you want to see get the FPS boost. Just uh, just off the top of your head, uh, we don't have to talk about it. Just I just want to know one game. Three bit? Do you have one? I I know I know which one you're probably gonna pick. Bully. That's too mine. Sure. Bully. Okay, Bully. I didn't expect that one. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. All right, Cog. You got Bully, you got one. Bully scholarship edition. I doubt it's gonna happen, but because of what we just talked about as far as punishment, I'm gonna go Red Dead Two. Right. Yeah. Mm. We go Red Dead Two. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna steal that, but yeah. also, 
you know, same same rock, you know, Rockstar. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, it was all these Rockstar games. <laughs> I know, I know they want their money in rematches. Yeah. So I don't know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So we gotta see how it's gonna work. But yeah, that would be that'll be a phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, you got cool. one pawn. Um, if I had to say, I don't know if it needs it, but I think it would be awesome. Splinter Cell, mm. take any of the Splinter Cells. Right, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lower game, but it would look fantastic. Yep. Yes. Are you both gonna say Splinter Cell? Yeah, um, I was gonna go with think uh, about Splinter that, Cell at Chaos Theory. <laughs> Chaos Theory. So. Oh. Yeah, or Pandora's Box, mm-hmm. or Pandora Tomorrow. Classics, dude. Classic, <laughs> Classic titles. All right, babe. Do you, do you have Do you have a game that you want to see with this? She's yeah, I'm you, baby. <laughs> Sorry, house flipper. House flipper, nice. Would it make sense to say yeah. like older games? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um test yeah. drive. I would love test drive. Test Drive Unlimited, yeah. So yes. that's she was a big Test Drive Unlimited fan. That one is they need to add to the backwards compatible. Like, I know. I think that sure. this they shut down the servers on that game. But hey, did you know that they announced they're supposed to be working on a new test drive game? Uh there was even like a little teaser trailer and stuff for it. So there's a possibility who, who made that? we could like, get that. It was Atari. What company? It was, oh, okay. it was Atari, yeah. Atari. And the guys that made that went on and made the crew uh, for Ubisoft. Is oh, it, okay. uh, they changed teams and stuff. I, I don't, you know how they one dev studio turns into another dev studio and then gets acquired by different companies and yep. stuff. Same, same core group. Um, so for me, I would say Halo Wars oh, two. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, Dang. I, if you play no, that on PC I'm, and get that experience, and it, you go and play on console, it's like, uh, yeah, it's great, you know. And and it's not because the controls. I actually like Halo Wars controls on console. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just getting that uh, frames boost would be pretty nice on there. I feel I feel a little salty about what happened with Halo Wars too. Was that? It's a little bit. I know where you're going because they. Yeah, because <laughs> they were like, "I'm I'm not updating this game anymore." Three four three. Yeah, and the the population, I'd say, mm-hmm. there's still enough people playing it to justify mm-hmm. not only uh, updating that game, but I'm so far when you update a game, it seems like people just want to try it out. Uh, yeah. I feel like a, a like division. Uh, I feel like a lot of people probably bought Watch Dogs Legion oh. just to see what ray tracing looked like. Facts. Um. So, Halo Wars could definitely, yeah, <laughs> Halo Wars could definitely use an update. For sure. I said this before, um, people. Halo Wars Two is a must-play before you play Halo Infinite. If you absolutely. want the story, if you want absolutely. the story of the Banished and who they mm-hmm. are, play Halo Wars Two oh. before you play Halo Infinite. Absolutely, Attic made it, made it my homework assignment. He'd be he's like, if you don't play, because he knew I was going for crash today and he was just like uh, he's like it's co-op cog we're gonna do it and i'm so glad he did because i learned about a character named atriox and yeah. i was like oh mm-hmm. this is a big deal for the halo universe so yeah like you said it best math like at the very minimum people should try it just for the narrative so they can see because this is going to lead right into infinite and they got some things they got to deal with you know from yeah. Halo <laughs> yeah hey. They did a great job with the story in Halo Wars yes. too. It was pretty yes. awesome. Absolutely. All right, you know, Yo, go ahead. Saga. I would say 
my pick would be probably like the rare games like Banjo Kazooie, Camino, and mm-hmm. uh, v- Viva Pinata. Those are definitely benefit. Oh yeah. From, uh, How about just rare replay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Rare the, replay no, is freaking awesome collection. Still one of the best collections out there. For sure. How about Orange oh, yeah. Box? Mm. Classics, man. Oh, a lot of stuff they're sitting on. Yes. I don't know. Maybe those games already are sixty frames. <laughs> I, I, I'm just throwing games off the top of my head that I want to play again at this point. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like the the thing where, where uh, would you want the developer to go in and do it, or or can Microsoft yeah. just go in and update right. it? Well, maybe th- maybe this will put pressure on some of those devs when they okay, Microsoft sending them this stuff and they they go in there they test it. They'll say, okay, we like this, but we can do it a little bit better. Right, mm-hmm. so let's just go ahead and do the update, yeah. you know, yeah. and maybe that the conversation even that Microsoft has with them will trigger right. some of this to happen because we've seen it happen, and also the Division Two, the success that it's having right now, mm-hmm. might also have an effect with a lot of these companies that are saying, okay, um, if we actually make this play well and look good and run really well, hey, people will actually play it. Who would have thought? You know, who who would have thunk it? <laughs> You know, magical word of engagement. <laughs> engagement is a beautiful thing, man. Yep. All right, Absolutely. babe. We I guess we have to move on from this uh, topic. So, what what are we going to talk about now? Diablo two resurrected. Ooh, surprise, surprise, surprise! Hey, we talked about this earlier. I didn't even know BlizzCon was happening today, but it was. <laughs> who who knew? Nope. I didn't. <laughs> But it was. Pong Soul <laughs> DM'd me, and he just shocked the hell out of me with his DM. And I was like, what? Is this real? Is, is one of those, is this real moments? Uh, he, he sent me this DM, said Diablo 2, uh, resurrected, coming this year, uh, cross-progression, coming to consoles and PC, it just got announced today, guys, and if you haven't had a chance to see the trailer uh, during BlizzCon, or it's online right now, Diablo's YouTube channel, check it out after the show. Uh, absolutely awesome looking. Uh, this is a classic uh, brought for us to be able to be, if you're like me and played back in the day, you played this at, you're barely able to play this game. I mean, it wasn't running very well. <laughs> I made it happen. I don't know how, but I'm going to begin to play this on the Series X and mm-hmm. experience that with my friends. Uh, this is going to be an awesome thing, and uh, there's a lot of Diablo fans out there, a lot of people that are super excited about this. It's a really big deal. Um, they didn't, again, it's something they didn't have to do, um, but the, you know, they, they finally brought it out, and they know it's going to sell, and I'm going to buy it. Uh, what what are what are your guys' thoughts on this? I, I want to start with the guy who broke the news to me today, uh, Pong. <laughs> and what can I say, right? Uh, so as I told you guys in the DMs uh, that summer when it released, and we're talking twenty one years ago, coming up, I think it is so um, in two thousand. Uh, I lived at my buddy's house because I'm not a PC gamer, right? So I'm a console guy. But I lived at his house that summer and fall uh, to the point where he was going to ask me for rent. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> he was going to legit start asking. Bro, you in the, the fridge a little too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, I, thought, I thought me bringing over a six-pack every once in a while was good enough. Yeah. And he said, no, it wasn't good enough. Uh, so I took over his PC uh, to play this thing. 
really at this point, like you said, Mav, they didn't have to do it. Obviously, it, it's a good move. Uh, with Diablo 4 probably not coming out until probably next year. Um, obviously, you get the hype rolling. Uh, it's already hyped. But to give the fans something that they've asked for for a long time, since so many people consider Diablo 2 the best out of the bunch, uh, especially us older people, love 3, love 3 to death. Uh, but two, there was just something really special about it. Even if the performance wasn't there, like you were saying, Matt, it was tough to get it to run really good unless you had a nice rig. Um, but, you know, for me, for them to go back, do this the right way, uh, they've come out and already said they're only going to charge 40 bucks for it, which uh, yeah. compared to Nintendo and what Nintendo likes to do, it's looking yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. uh, very happy about that. Uh, obviously throwing in all the DLC uh, really, at this point, my only question is what my main's going to be. My main back in the day was the sorcerer, uh, sorceress, but uh, I need to know if I'm going to go necromancer or what I'm going to do this time around. So that's what I've already started thinking about. But man, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Console, pro, you know, us, uh, uh, cross platform progression, uh, all of the upgrades uh, that they did. If you if you do go watch a trailer, you know, no, is it a massive overhaul? No, but it's very good and it looks gorgeous. Um, and you know it's going to play well uh, on all of these consoles and PCs. So here we are. We're going to get the full experience. We're going to be able to go dive in, uh, partner up, you know, do all that stuff that we've always you know wanted to do about. Because like Mav said, Mav, as you were telling me, you played a lot of it alone, if not all of it alone, and so did I. I lone wolfed it a lot. So uh, back in the day, just that's the way you kind of did things back then. Um, so I cannot wait to get my hands on it again, dive back into this with everybody who's now pumped. It's a great thing for Blizzard. It looks good. They've had some pits, you know, they've had some ups and downs with some of their stuff. But I think with this, they're going to hit a home run. Um, and then, like I said, that hype is going to be in full swing uh, for Diablo 4 uh, when that's ready to rock and roll. And as we do know, Blizzard doesn't release things until they're ready to release them. So, you know, I'm expecting uh, probably going to ride this Diablo 2 wave for a while into 2022. Uh, and we'll probably see another late summer, maybe fall release for uh, Diablo 4. But uh, can't wait for this one. And anybody who hasn't played Diablo 2, if you like this style of game, if you like the action RPG looter types, this is the game. Uh, this is kind of what pushed them really to the forefront. Uh, and you need to check it out because it's a great game. Absolutely, man. Uh, Psychonauts, are you a Diablo guy? Yeah, I played Diablo three. I've never, I'd never played Diablo two, but I played Diablo three, and it was I was excited for Diablo four. But then today, you guys announced this. I was like, I've never experienced it. Now I get to enhance, you know, four K. And I saw some uh, video on it, and it looks what they what it did look like to what it now looks like what they've done it looks amazing yeah i can't wait to play it speaking of that also you're going to be able to switch between the old aesthetic yes. or the new oh. is what they said mm -hmm. which is <laughs> yeah. awesome like if you play uh, halo like two anniversary and just being able to flip oh, yeah. on the fly yeah. and see the difference it's yeah. like whoa hey and sometimes you prefer to play in the older aesthetic to take in the, like hey this is the original vision and stuff right um sometimes they screw it up like in my opinion halo one anniversary the team that did the um new aesthetic and that didn't do a very good job because they just went in weird directions right 
But Halo 2, they get, I think they nailed it. Uh, but it's really cool to look, flip between that. I think you're going to be able to have that experience. I don't know if it's going to be like on the fly or not, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, it was an achievement associated with that, if I remember. Yeah, I that, think there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you did it through every single level. Yep. There was you did it at least once. Yep. 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 I, remember, I remember doing it. <laughs> I was like, I need that achievement, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been playing this game. It's an easy one. It's yeah, an easy one. Like, easy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So is this something you're excited about diving into, Psycho? Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. I played the Paladin in Diablo 3, so I'll probably be the class I would go in for Diablo 2. So, right on. you know, just to play it and, you know, get the lore of 2 and see what, you know, what story that I missed leading up to 3. Because um, I know 3 and 4, you know, there, there's a connection there with uh diablo's daughter so i i can't immerse myself into this world and see what it's all about what all the hype is yeah i mean it's one of the uh people say like tentpole games you know there's just like certain games out there that are just like define a genre or like launch a genre to Mm -hmm. you know kind of like demon souls like kind of launch souls like games you know this is like diablo 2 was kind of like that for um dungeon crawlers you can say you know um three bit dude do you have thoughts on diablo were you a diablo guy uh diablo three uh, you're too young to be a diablo two guy daddy i want to play diablo yeah I to view it. the boy uh, <laughs> sorry my, my, my puppy he decided so to bark right now oh um, you're fine yeah i, I played excited. i played diablo three uh Pretty recently, I, w- I would say at the end of, uh, I would say like December, playing Diablo three, and I really liked it. I'm like, whoa, I've I've been missing out. Like this is mm-hmm. a quality game, but I know there's a dedicated fan base to like Diablo two and, and how they really. I, I I basically see this uh uh people just say like, oh, I hate Diablo three because the original two were um, more uh, towards. I guess the vision for what they uh, basically what they envisioned to Diablo to be, and Diablo three was different. It, it changed things. I don't know what they changed because this is the first game <laughs> I experienced it in. Um, it looked really cool, uh, like the what I just saw for Diablo two. Um, I like how they're going with the Master Chief Collection sort of thing, where they can flip between the different things. I, I do agree with you, Mav, with like Halo one's art aesthetic. Uh, being a little, little, you know, um, <laughs> a little too much yellow. In I there will, or something. I don't. Know I will admit though, the the library level, yeah, saved my life though. One on the new one, <laughs> it was very hard to see in the old one. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, Diablo, uh, two. I was uh, again what Psycho was saying. I, I was looking forward to Diablo four. <laughs> so it's cool i'll get to go back I'm, I'm a gamer that likes to go back and play from beginning to end so either that's mass effect one i remember i was we were talking about the last show i really tried <laughs> to experience mass effect one and it was hard oh it was hard I, oh I, wow I, you know, I'm, glad you said that. <laughs> I'm glad you said that now we got pong here to hear you say <laughs> that you struggled <laughs> 
but going back to Massachusetts, <laughs> it, it was a struggle for you. Yeah. I understand. I You've already established yeah, yeah. how young he is, Con. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we've also established right? you know, <laughs> yes. how much not fun he was having. <laughs> all right. I may be young, right? But my, my first console was Sega Genesis, okay? I'm taking Woo! it back. No, you're good. You're right. good. You're good. All right. I know you just got on Cog's good side. Don't worry. You're good. <laughs> yeah, you, you are golden. Yeah, thank man. you. Thank you. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Thank you. My first console was Xbox 360. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you know they got it. That's what you know they got it. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid playing oh, Halo man. 5. <laughs> See, That's not thing. like Lord Addict. I, I, I do remember. <laughs> Addict, don't kill me. Don't kill me. I know you in the chat. Don't kill me. But you know, <laughs> he, he's somewhere lurking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do lurking. remember on, on Xbox 360. Those days, I have the same account from when I was a kid. So my Xbox Lives has like eleven something years on it. Uh, on the original Xbox days, where people used the voice changers uh, online and it would mess with right people. On. Yeah, mm-hmm. good good times. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to playing Diablo two, uh, experiencing it at a better level than 15 frames per second, uh, and and Diablo four. So yeah. <laughs> Awesome, man. Lord Cognito. Uh, is Diablo something that you were ever really into? Um, Destiny is a looter, right? Yeah. It gets actually inspiration from Diablo, like a lot Absolutely. of games have. Uh, so what what does this mean to you having like this classic uh, kind of be brought back to a new generation? No, absolutely. First of all, shout out to you because uh, you brought it to my attention. I woke up to this, so I'm just yeah. like, well, I'm, I'm a vampire, so I'm like, what? This happened today? Like, this is so cool. So, yeah, you know, just to see the news, you know, I'm late to the Diablo franchise. You know, obviously, you know, I'm a Destiny guy, but the Diablo history, it's one of those pillar franchises, right? And I came along for three, and I really enjoyed it. But one thing that I like is that when you start investigating the franchise, you go to, like, the hardcore fans mm-hmm. of it, right? And I remember hearing this debate, almost like how me and Pong are talking about, you know, the Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2 thing. Like, internally in the Diablo community, there is a debate. And then people would say, no, Diablo 2 is the one. And yeah. this, that, and that. I think shout out to Dizzy. He's one of those guys. So when I hear that kind of stuff, it makes me want to investigate. It makes me want to go, you know, why, why is it so revered? Why do people like this one or call it the superior version? So I love this stuff, man. You're going to do a remaster. You're talking about the toggling in and out. You're talking about the crossplay kind of stuff. You know, all that stuff is very feature-rich. I love it. So, again, to me, it shows probably... Diablo 4 is a little bit more way out. This may be a buffer to kind of hold us down in the meantime. And I'm excited because I've never played it, man. So this is going to be a cool history lesson for me to kind of learn and see, like, what's the essence here? Why why are people raving about this stuff? As far as, like you said, the foundation of looters, I mean, Diablo is that game. Like, it's not even a question, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to Abara and those guys, Ferguson, I believe, Rob Ferguson, those guys over there, you know, at Blizzard. And um, I remember distinctly when Destiny was having problems, it is um, actually documented that they spoke to the Diablo team. And because I guess Diablo mm-hmm. must have had a similar situation where they started off with a bang and the community yeah. got upset and then they were they were teetering on, you know, whether or not this game was still going to be successful. And I believe it was Diablo three or whatever. That was the moment that kind of kind of resurrected them and got them back in. So, you know, to see that, I, li- I like to see those stories. I like to um to see what the, the, the genesis of it, the history of it. And, yeah, I'll be diving in on this. Definitely. Day one. There's no question. So speaking of the history. And it, I think they, yeah, go ahead, Pong. 
I was gonna say no. I was just gonna say, didn't they also go to the uh, Diablo team for some uh, oh, loot, uh, for some loot yeah. issues and how to how to balance that yeah, all out and avoid avoid the issues that Diablo originally Absolutely. had as well. Yeah, the, uh, Luke Smith and those yeah. guys. It's really documented. Even uh, I know a lot of people are not a fan of Jason sometimes, but Jay Shry has a great book. It's called uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, and they talk about that. It was a watershed moment for Destiny, and it was cool to hear them learn from the experiences of the Diablo team and hey this is what you guys got to do to kind of get your base back and it, it was really good so it's cool to see that kind of camaraderie in the industry and and in both franchises it served them well because you know they turned it around and now they're some of the biggest you know franchises out there so absolutely yeah right on man uh, speaking of the history so there is um for those of you that know uh Ryan McCaffrey from IGN actually has a podcast called Unfiltered Yes. Uh, that's actually w- one of the ones I really liked listening to because he Great. he interviews like big time oh, yeah. developers, Great. legends of the development industry. Yeah. And he actually uh, has an episode oh, yeah. where he uh, interviews some of the uh, founders of the Diablo team yeah. um, and stuff and some of the some of those guys. And it's just like fascinating to listen uh, right. to their story about Diablo and uh the struggles that they had as a developer mm-hmm. and all of those kind of things and how Diablo turned into this monster property that they didn't intend mm-hmm. to they didn't intend for it to be as big as it is yeah. uh but it, it caught on and um it it didn't just change um their lives and active and Blizzard you know which later became Activision Blizzard right with the mm-hmm. with the merger and everything but uh mm-hmm. It, it changed gaming with with mechanics that they developed back then and 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 stuff. So, um, if you play Torchlight, if you played um, any any of these games like this, it's just they they all stem from the, this franchise. So it's it's okay. definitely um, it's an OG. It's an yeah, OG. There's it's no question. A lot. Everybody's been influenced, from my understanding. Yep. All right, so that that was fun. Uh, we're all super excited, I think, uh, just to dive back into this franchise now, babe. Um, yes. It seems like we have a lot of awesome we people. We do. The out. chat is on fire. Yeah. Um, we got Avis <laughs> just popped in. We have Bomber. We have uh, Brother Mike, who actually is listening on the DL because. <laughs> yep. Wants to watch WandaVision. I don't, <laughs> I don't blame her. Happy, so that way he can play Halo with us later. <laughs> right on. Now we got Dreadful, which happy birthday. It says birthday today. Oh, oh happy, birthday, Dread. happy birthday, Dread. Happy birthday, Dread. Yeah, thank you everybody for birthday. tuning in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, uh, this show is awesome because you guys hang out and uh, talk to us. It makes it a blast. Uh, for anybody that wants to hang out with us afterwards, we do play Halo after the show. Uh, Master Chief Collection, as we always do. Um, yeah. Open party. We'll have, uh, hopefully, as many of you that can hop in there uh, as possible, and we'll have a blast. You, If you've attended this, you know it can get a little inappropriate and rowdy at times. <laughs> so uh, right, prepare Lord, yourself. A <laughs> little? Preparing a yourself. Just a, maybe, maybe a lot. Just a smidge. Just I've, a smidge. I've had to delete a few streams. I'll just say that. <laughs> so, hey guys, yeah. it, it's going to be a blast regardless. Yeah. Uh, we all have a, it's just fun hanging out with you guys. Regardless, if you if you suck at shooters, you never played Halo, or if you're like, it's it's your life. It doesn't matter uh, how much time you put into it. We all just hang out and have a good time and 
it's all about the banter, right? It's not it's not Facts. about the skill level. Yeah, it's always, it's always so. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you and if you're getting gonna be in that Halo tournament, guys, it's a perfect time to practice. Uh, Shopping up them skills. Yeah, we can all team up against three bit, although it doesn't matter if you've seen the <laughs> seen him take us on six versus one. Damn. Did you ever post that? I tried to. I, either YouTube was having it stop working. I, and, you know, just <laughs> I think YouTube YouTube has a YouTube has an embarrassment filter. It doesn't want it's trying to protect me, I think, from posting that video. I tried all of us. I spent like three hours one day actually trying to upload that video and it was stuck at one percent. It just kept getting stuck at one percent, and I, I re-uploaded it, deleted it, re-uploaded it, deleted it. It just always kept getting stuck at one percent. I think it's just three bits too much, too much, too much, too much sauce. Hey, to get back, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six versus one, guys. He annihilated us. It was it wasn't that was close. a fun game. Beast. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> fun. <laughs> you, like, you, you sure that was a YouTube issue, Bab? You sure? Yeah. 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 I still have the video. I have the proof. I, I did tell 3-Bit, hey, I, 100 bucks, I'll make sure it gets posted. All the videos where 3 bits a little tipsy still get posted, though. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those still get uploaded. Yeah, he gets a, he he has a weakness, guys, and it's called margaritas. And yeah. Once he gets oh, a few wow. of those in him, he becomes readable. Margaritas, margaritas with some broccoli, broccoli, broccoli margaritas. There we go. Yeah, yeah. The three bit special. You know. The three bit special. Yeah. Before we move from that's how that's how you beat us. Did you guys opt into the tech alpha? I did. Yes. Okay. Oh, you could do that. Yeah, there's a it's yeah, Diablo yeah. two dot com, right? I think it's what it is, something like that. Like uh, Diablo two around. Yeah, yeah. Send it to you. <laughs> Three bits. Like... Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, if y'all cool. want to get it, there's an alpha that's planned, and so you guys can go. Um, I I'm not sure what the actual website is, but if you go and click, uh, go on there and you can sign up for it, and um. You can try and get in on the alpha. I don't know when that is, but you know, I'll put it on Twitter. Just real quick, though, is like is interesting. Um, speaking of Diablo two, we had like a bunch of cool and actual announcements this past week, like Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, Ooh. and then uh, Fall Guys is coming to Xbox. Ooh. And uh, what was it? The, the Pong was excited about Samurai Warrior. Samurai Warriors five, yeah, coming to yes. Xbox as well. We haven't had a Samurai so. Warrior since three sixty. Yeah. yeah, there's been these little events oh, this wow. past week, like a Nintendo Direct and, and all this stuff. So it's actually we've gotten some Xbox news from that stuff, like with BlizzCon and, and everything today as well. So um, it's been pretty, pretty fun week to have some uh, game announcements. All right, babe, what's next on the agenda? Let me look. <laughs> um, <laughs> Xbox being involved with the community. Yes. So, hey, I I wanted to. The reason I was thinking about this is because how unique is it that Xbox decided to break news of a new feature using a community content creator? Um, that is, yeah. that's not something that I've seen really from many brands in general, right? I uh, and I not that it's not uh, it's. Obviously, Microsoft is in it for the money. 
right? It's a business decision to do these kind of things. But still, it's pretty freaking awesome, right? Uh, to have them decide to go to Colt Eastwood to have mm. that interview uh, with Jason Ronald at, at the end of... Uh, Colt had said he was doing it at the end of one of his videos. And then, mm-hmm. just like he said, February 17th. And also other creators had been given notice uh, to where they had content ready to drop on February 17th as well uh, about this feature regarding that FPS boost, right? Uh, it's a very unique thing how close Xbox is becoming with the uh, community. I'm waiting for my phone call. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, no, how, how close uh, Xbox is becoming with the community to, to break some news like this um and i i'll start with cog on this i mean it's not something we see from other gaming brands really uh and what wh- wh- do you think it's just goodwill i mean obviously there's business um mm-hmm. aspirations here as well but um what's dry what's driving this and i think it's good for gaming what do you think uh, i'm what you 100 i think um xbox doesn't get enough credit because at the end of the day you know this is a business. We do know that these companies want to make money and, and we get that. But the transparency and the level of, of interaction and closeness with their base is second to none. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get and understand. You know, as a person who's been to, you know, Xbox Fan Fest, one of the original ones like 2015, 2016, you know, and to see, I mean, these guys are approachable. Like they they make themselves available. That is rare on the corporate and executive level. There's usually a wall, a shield, a PR person who you deal with, a handler. And that's as far as you go. Like for Phil Spencer and these guys to I remember it like it was yesterday. That's how I met him. Like on the we're standing in the mall, like literally for all night long, just for the option to go to the Microsoft press conference. That's how bad I wanted to. For me as a gamer, E3 was the Mecca back then. Yeah. So for me, you know, I'm like, Yo, all I want to do is go to a press conference. I just want to see what that feels like when the announcements are live on stage. Was, it, kinda, was it awesome? Oh, but let me tell you, right. Like, again, it's the Mecca, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I no, feel I've had because, that same dream, man. That's like, brother, it, as a gamer, I always tell people, I try to get as many people as possible. Like you owe it to yourself to go, you know, obviously because of the pandemic now, things may have changed. But, you know, back then it was then. I remember these guys would come online. They shook every hand. You know, every single person. And I'm like, wow, this is this is different. And the other good thing about it is, you know, when there's competition in gaming, you know, when Sony and, and these guys are going at it, you know, you love to see it because at the end of the day, we, the consumer, we get we benefit. Right. We benefit because both have to go above and beyond to kind of get our approval. But fast forwarding back to this, you know, when, when you got a guy like Colt, you know, has been putting in the work, he's been doing it for a while and. You know, they got the option. They could easily put this in the news blog, Xbox Wire, done, and, and they're fine, right? Yeah. They could easily go, let's be honest, they could easily go to Digital, digital Foundry, IGN, be fine, right? But this is now tapping in to the community. This is you on the pulse of what's going on. Who are the guys that are, that are looking, that you're looking to get this message out to? And that's an awesome thing. And I mean, ILP, we've been blessed. You know, we've had a couple of, of appearances by industry guests and, you know, we're not the biggest podcast, but it, to me, it's humbling because at the end of the day, it's like, wow, like they have enough confidence in us to say, hey, we want to debut this information here. So it's great to see, man. I, I hit Colt up, man. I'm like, bro, you killed that. As a content creator, as a peer, you love to see it. These are 
like your bucket list items. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, these are things as, a, as these are geek moments. You know what I'm saying? You never think that would kind of happen. So it's cool to see. And, and I love that those announcements are also getting debuted because let's be real. I mean, you see what you're doing out here, you know, Mav, like we have a voice. We, people don't realize we have a voice, you know, and, mm-hmm. and as much as you think, hey, you know, they're not watching me. I only got such a such. They're watching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People watch. People, word gets around. Oh, wow, this was a cool experience. I like the ultimate Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gets around. The key is the consistency and doing the right thing. And if you do those things, right, you'd be surprised. You know what I mean? I've seen, you know, shout out to my brother, Bullstick XL. He had Major Nelson on one time. Yeah. You know, that was amazing. I'm like blown away by these things. You know, we've been lucky. We've had Bill still. We've had Jason on, you know, kind of things. You know, it, it truly... I can't say enough superlatives about Xbox as far as interacting with their base, being hands-on, and that's why a lot of the Xbox really have an affinity for the brand. You know what I'm saying? That That is a huge type of thing. You don't see that often, and they don't have to do it. So kudos to the team, and it was a great moment. I'm glad you picked this topic because it's important to me, and um, I think they need to hear that also. They don't get enough praise for the goodwill they do in that regard. Yeah. It's like they're giving the giving the information directly to the people that care the most mm-hmm. so they can spread the message for them. Um, yeah. And they're careful who they choose, obviously, which is smart, right? But yeah. uh, uh, they're doing it in an awesome way. Another example I had forgot about um, mm-hmm. was at the end of the launch event of the um, uh, Xbox Series X, Mm-hmm. On launch day, they actually had a fan-made trailer at the end of the launch event. I was oh, me yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. Assassin Lupa, uh, who is a panelist on this show, were lucky enough to be able to have a slight voice in in that trailer uh, that was made by uh, formerly known as God's Geek, and he's now mm-hmm. uh, known as Elk Dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to him. He went to bed. I saw in the chat earlier. But um, to take that fan-made trailer that Aaron Greenberg handpicked and said, hey, this is awesome. We love it. And they put that extraordinary trailer at the end. That's another Mm -hmm. example of something they're doing, interacting with the community. Um, And I know it was such a huge deal to him. And it Mm -hmm. was even cool for me, even though I just got to have my voice in there. Like, you just, uh, hey, this many people got to hear my voice. Like, you know, it's like, it's cool, you know? Thanks. so uh, three bit. What 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 are your thoughts on this, man? Like uh, Xbox uh, kind of being involved here and how they're spreading some in- news out. Is I think it's kind of unique. Um, well, I, I think of two things when you think about when, when when you say like Xbox is involved with the community. I think about the community that we're in, like the podcasting community, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, you know, I really do attribute a lot to uh what i am experiencing right now with you guys with like boomstick for sure uh you know i i think it was october or something i was just watching a bunch of different shows i I was like really getting into the scene and uh i haven't been on any podcasts i was just like hey boom uh you know i'm an animator i really you know love uh what I'm seeing with you guys show, uh, can I be on? He was like, yeah, you're going to be a full-time panel. (laughs) (laughs) You said the word, I'm an animator. He was like, Hey, okay, let's get this guy over here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Salute to boom. And and there's so much of that. Uh, booms are great. Um, and, and there's so much of that within the community where, where, you know, everybody's really helping each other. 
everyone is is very much uh you know involved like hey you want to play games and you have like big podcasters jump on and, and we all just play games together or we, you know I, I that's rare i don't see that in other communities as as often mm-hmm. and uh it's really interesting because you know xbox things like uh, have like angry berg interview with someone like uh colt uh who's an xbox content creator uh and we see them replying to messages on twitter about technology we're constantly getting updates about the system um something i liked about the xbox one uh, a little bit separate from the community but was uh there was monthly updates to the os this is like small yeah, stuff but you know i love, that. I love <laughs> it, it something too. Yeah. yeah, something I, I mean, really appreciate. I mean, that like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Every me too. day, I'll um, be geeked out. Like, oh, they did this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like woo. woo. Yep. Oh, no, no, no problem. Um, yeah, I mean, my PS4 received maybe an update every three, four months. Three, four so, years. You know, the, the years. And, <laughs> and, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- that is something Nintendo and Sony are not very good at, in my opinion. I never see any Sony executive trying to clarify why they decided to go with RDNA one instead of two. Or I haven't seen any Sony employee discuss recently when we can expect um memory expansion or Great. or you know I or I mean I could go in I don't I don't want to be dissing Sony right now but no, it's uh, a value in transparency it, it's a value yeah. in that all right, all right. yeah yeah I, I I think that really ties in with the community you know uh, there there's mm-hmm. people who bought like the Sony TV and they were expecting VRR and then later saying it'll come in an update Pretty then sure. later saying it might not even uh come to new newer products it's like sorry we we thought it would you know it, it, and that stuff adds up and and and. You just don't really hear about that stuff a lot, and I think it's because people come to expect it. But I think people should, you know, expect uh, great things. <laughs> and and I think Microsoft is is so far very involved with the community. Uh, you even have like Major Nelson, you know, who's who has like a weekly show talking about updates coming to the platform. Uh, so I, I think they're doing a great job getting involved. There's always, you know, of course, room to grow for sure. But you know, they are, they are at the top right now in terms of getting yeah. involved in my book. Um, and and I know I've worked with Microsoft in in the past, and it's been very easy. It's been nice. just easy <laughs> compared to a lot of other companies. Uh, so I I'll just say that, and, and I, I think it's very commendable uh, what they're doing. So. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my views on it. It's, it's, it's cool. They get to not only are we uh, Xbox is getting involved with the community. I think the community itself is is sort of receiving that, and and um, we're all very much you know having like game nights. Like we, we do this every Friday. Like we all play Halo together. You know that is rare. <laughs> I don't always see that, and, and I think that's very cool. It's interesting because by Xbox being involved in the community, what they're actually doing is growing community right because if you feed into it it's going it's going to grow as opposed to just having this um culture out there that you have no input into or influence into that just can kind of go off in its own direction uh which has happened with a lot of brands and stuff Uh, i'm not naming anyone specifically but uh uh when you don't really have anything in touch with the community that's embracing your brand then who's to say if you know what the brand what the community wants or 
uh, feedback back from them and all that. But um, another example example you can say was the price hike on the Xbox Live Gold. Yep. Uh, hey, we all reacted right yep. like pretty pretty harshly to Xbox, right? Uh, as fans, not just like community spoke up. Yeah, community Great. spoke up in a in a in a in a in a good way, not like not in a toxic way, but I um, mean it caused immediate change. Um Pong, what are your, what are your thoughts, man? I know you're like you you've become like one of the top community members uh being there at every podcast possible known to man. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh what what are your thought what are your thoughts on this, bro? Well, I mean, look, so there's a couple different ways you know, when you look at a when you look at a corporation, especially the size of let's not just say Xbox, but Microsoft itself, right? It, it it's rare to see people, uh, as Cog talked about, at the top, uh, be this involved uh, directly with their customers, no. right? So, you know, I, I've got the saying that you know, obviously, no, no, and everybody says it, but no company is your friend, right? They're here to sell yeah. us product at the end of the day, right? It's a bottom line game. They wouldn't be in it if there wasn't any dollars. Okay, they, they're not doing this for the fun of it, right? However, you see genuine, genuine like for the community from the top down and that starts at fill right so you feel that they're creating an umbrella right a, a culture that starts at the top phil himself is accessible he may not be again i can't even believe he's as as, as accessible as he actually is with the community i mean i've heard so i don't know how many people i've talked to since i walked in this community full time you know last fall that have actually played games with phil are you kidding me <laughs> like, like <laughs> what? I mean, how does a guy have any time? Number one, but number two, to actually have an interest because he is a gamer at heart, mm-hmm. he could control who you know. He could have a little group of you know buddies that he just plays with, right, and still be a gamer. But at the end of the day, he actually wants to see and talk to people. I say see, but you know what I mean. Being online with people, interacting with his system you know, with his services and playing with them and actually really getting to know some of his, some of his customers mm-hmm. as, you know, and I'm sure he's friends with many of them. I know many people have already told me, yeah, Phil and I talk all the time. Okay. Awesome, man. Um, but to see that start there and then now you've seen it filter all the way down. Microsoft had a lot of years, right? Where we're a straight corporation, right? We know, you know a lot of us old guys, you know, we're there for the bad, bad Microsoft days when they were known as the bullies of the tech industry, right? (laughs) They were getting sued. Uh, You know, the government was coming after them, all that stuff, right? So to see at least one side of their corporation choose this route says a lot. And Phil started it and now it's already down all the way down into their community managers. You see the activity as, as has already been touched on in Twitter. Um, I can't believe sometimes how they respond back to people like, almost instantaneously. It's like sometimes they're just, they have like a portion of the day set out aside just to be on Twitter and to be amongst the community and, and just to see what the word on the street is, right? They, they seem to take an active interest in that. And again, I don't know if you can count on your, you know, maybe one hand, maybe two hands, how many companies actually do that on a regular basis. Um, and, and so for me, somebody who was, again, for me, you have to earn my money. 
right? You have to yeah. earn my money. I've been through the wars. I bought the Atari Jaguars, right? Rich. I got burned I'm by sorry. the. I got, <laughs> yeah, no, shout, that's out okay. that. shout out to the bidet. You know, as much as much as I love my Sega Saturn, I got burned by the Sega Saturn. You know, all that kind of stuff. So I've been through those wars. Mm-hmm. So I learned early on that my money has to be earned by these companies. And if you don't show me that you want my money, I'm not going to give it to you. And Rich. what this does right here, when I got back to Xbox, because again, just like a lot of people, I did not like what I heard out of Xbox in 2013. I was a 360 fanatic. Mm-hmm. Had my PS3 at the end of the generation. I own, you know, I own both consoles all the time. At at some point during the generation, I'll own both. But I always choose one that earns my money up front. And it was going to be Xbox because I love my 360. And they they screwed up, right? So I went to PlayStation. It wasn't until Phil took over. It wasn't until all of a sudden there was this shift. and, And obviously he was fighting to get this shift done, right? And with Game Pass and everything else, this involvement in the community obviously is a core to what he believes in. And you can see it every day. Just like Game Pass was a core to what he felt he was going to be able to do to turn Microsoft around and what he needed to do to get Satya to get on board with this whole uh, project that he had in front of him, this mountain he had to climb because he was in the bottom of it when he got put in charge and yeah. he had to climb this mountain. So, but one of obviously the core values that he had was that he was going to earn back the community. Facts. He was going to, and he was going to the people who had been there from the beginning, which respects and props to all of you. I, you know, again, it, it's an honorable thing to stick with a company when they're down and out. Right. And again, they didn't earn my money in the beginning. They earned my money later on. But I know a lot of you guys were around from the beginning, through the tough, all of it. Respect to you all. Obviously, he said, you know what? I've got to take that base, show them that we're serious, and then go ahead and start expanding that out again and rebuild what we broke uh, You know, when, when the things went down. And he obviously told everybody in that entire you know, in the Xbox uh, division that this is how we're going to do it. And I need you guys to be on board with this because these people are important to where we're going to go. And if we don't have the community, then we aren't going to, we're not going to be able to climb this mountain without having them at our backs. And he's, he's done that from day one. And here we are today. And you can see the strength of this community again, now that I'm back in it and I'm full swing in it. And I'm now joining in and all this stuff. It's, incredible to see this because you don't see it other places or you see it more fractured or you see, you know, just the really diehards or, you know, you got all this, you see a really big core group of people right now that are saying and, and praising Xbox and going and telling everybody that Xbox is doing these things right. And that slowly spreads out and then people see it because then they hop in they're curious and they want to see what's going on. What was Xbox going on? Why are all these people talking all this good stuff and they come in we are and now we're starting to see the fruits of what phil started when he first took over hey add that to the book of x says psychonauts you've been gaming uh, for a long time and also on Xbox. What does it mean to you having the Xbox kind of be involved with the with the community and choosing guys like Colt Eastwood to actually break news? You there, Psycho? 
Uh oh. Oh, oh no. psychos oh, got no. him. Oh, the internet. No. The internet bug. No. It's Microsoft's fault. <laughs> we gave him too much doing praise this on Division two. on a Windows PC, uh, probably. Division two, this is the dropout right here. Oh, right in the middle of battle. Oh, we lose yeah. Psycho and give him praise. Uh, man, <laughs> that sucks. Okay. Hey, he'll be back. I, I have faith. Um <laughs> but I guess we could, you know, it, it sucks that we don't get his input on this topic, but it's time to move on. Uh, what do you say we 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 go to the the next one, babe? What, what do we got? The Xbox headset reveal. And is this one that you actually did research on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you said it like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, damn well she did. <laughs> okay. Let me go. Okay. It comes out March sixteenth. Yeah. It is $99. I guess I should say USD. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And did you guys know that it was in the launch commercial back in October? Yes. With the guy from Get Out. I forget his name. Uh, yeah, I forget that his name crazy. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. good, great actor. Uh, oh, and yeah. yeah, it was on his um, ears in front of us. Yeah, Aaron Greenberg confirmed that. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that? No, That's I didn't know crazy. that. Uh, these guys did, I guess. They're not in yes, but I didn't know Aaron Greenberg confirmed it. Um, and the ear cups like rotate to let you adjust the volume and the game and audio chat balance. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's awesome, babe. All right. So, yeah, they have this like... Uh, rotating ring around it that like clicks into place when you're at like max or whatever and so um they're they seem like they're built really well the people that have had hands-on with them uh say they're pretty freaking incredible for the price mm-hmm. um this from what i've seen from this headset it has features uh that are more on par with like the 200 dollars headsets yeah. right yeah. um yeah. it's got like dolby atmos it's got uh dts uh it's got uh windows sonic or whatever that that one's called but it's got uh, all of that it's wireless um syncs to the console uh through the sync button um also you can use it on a windows uh pc windows 10 pc with a uh wireless adapter mm-hmm. or uh through bluetooth if you have, if your uh, uh pc has bluetooth um and hey it's pretty cool because playstation has had this uh headset that a lot of people have been given praise it's like pretty awesome uh mm-hmm. that they uh had announced and uh came out with, with the console um and now xbox has the, this is the first one that they've actually made i think um and it's seems pretty legit so i know pong you pre-ordered one um i am going sure. to I'm probably going to actually. I checked before, and Best Best Buy still has pre-orders available, even though oh, wow. it had it had sold out. So oh, I think uh, I think Best Buy made them back available again. Uh, so what what intrigued you about the, the headset? Oh. oh, I needed a headset, so that helps, right? So yeah. I was uh, <laughs> I was on the hunt for a headset because I'm using my old Xbox One One piece that came with it. So, um, because my, uh, yeah, my A50s will not connect to my Series X. So Uh, I was on the lookout anyways. So these showed up at the right time. Um, And funny enough, uh, just to go back a little bit, uh, shout out to PTK PTK Blam, um, my my man from uh, Shop Podcast tomorrow night. 
Theus there uh, as I'm on there. That's right. Uh, He made a post uh, about that uh, commercial and he said, you know, gamers, how do we keep missing these hints? (laughs) You know, it was was funny. We we were talking about the community and how involved Xbox is is in the community. And all of a sudden Greenberg showed up. uh, uh, Josh Muncie showed up. Uh, who is the head of Xbox marketing, I believe. Um, and uh, and Jason Ronald showed up uh, underneath. And they all, you know, basically Greenberg mentioned that, you know, yes, we're doing this. Uh, basically kind of like, ha, ha, ha. Can't wait to see what we do next. Uh, you know, and Josh said that there was multiple things in that commercial that they hinted at. And uh, uh, Jason Ronald came in and kind of gave the uh, the big eyes and put those in the Twitter, too. So Interesting. <laughs> Has, yeah, has yeah, anybody I mean, been doing like breakdowns trying to find these Easter eggs now? Do it now. Yeah, people are trying to say that. And a bunch of people were like, hey, we got we got people out here investigating all sorts of stuff. Why are we not yeah. investigating Xbox commercials and mm-hmm. interviews at this point? Because we already know they're hiding stuff in interviews, too. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, even Todd so Howard pretty- had like the, Ra- the Raiders of the Lost Ark thing uh, um, <laughs> over he his sure shoulder. Did. Ark of the he Covenant. Had the yep. He yeah. had the Ark of the Covenant, and he had the uh, little uh, statue from the yep. first scene. And, and mm-hmm. he's in there. Yep. Um, so anyway, so I just thought that was funny. I bring that up. But um, uh, as far as the he- the headsets themselves go, again, when I was looking for headsets, I didn't really want to spend three hundred again. <laughs> you know, like the eight fifties were. Yeah, uh, I loved them. Uh, they lasted me obviously a long time. I've had them for four, five years, six years. So. Um, I loved them to death, but I really didn't want to spend that much. Um, so I was trying to look at something, you know, 150 or under. All of a sudden, this goes live, right? And all of a sudden, I'm like, what? And then I started looking at the features, right? Ooh. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You're like $99? Like, you're going to give me the option to connect Bluetooth, you know, to multiple devices. I can take phone calls or yeah. I can, you know, do Discord while I'm playing games or I can listen to you. I mean, those are the high end stuff. Right. And then I went in and obviously looked at the technology. And again, it's all we're not going to know until we actually get these things on our heads. There's no official reviews or anything like that. But obviously, I'm trusting Microsoft with where they're going with everything. I've now seen how they built the Series X and the Series S. I've seen that the quality that they they said was in those consoles are is there. Right. And they obviously are going for a more premium type quality. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take a leap of faith based upon what they're saying here. It supports, you know, it supports all the sound. It supports Atmos, supports DTS, uh, Sonos. Uh, so we're good there. And then they talked about the mic technology, obviously having that smart, uh, I forget what exactly what they call it, but smart mic technology where it only is picking up when you are speaking versus right. the surrounding sounds, right? All of that stuff is only on the high-end stuff, usually 150 and up. And then sometimes you're only getting a couple of those features versus all of them. So I'm taking a leap of faith. And, I'm, and I said, you know what? I'm pre-ordering this. I knew they were going to go out of stock. I knew it. I sat, there for, I sat there for like 30 minutes sitting on it. And I was like, God, am I going to do this? I don't. I don't have any reviews. I'm like, nope, they're going to go out of stock. I'm going to be pissed off that I did not pick these up now. $99, you know, whatever. It's a $100 headset. I know they're going to be probably as good at the low end as anything I'm going to find at $99, wireless especially. So I said, I'm going to take a leap of faith. And if they come in and they're, and, you know, some people are already giving some early comments on it that they are the most comfortable pair they've ever worn. So I'm I'm having high hopes Mm -hmm. here. I, I think it's going to be money well uh, worth it. And if they come through on everything they claim they're coming through, 
then I just got ultimate value. And they're going to change that headset market because competitors are going to have to look at that and go, why are we charging so much if, if Microsoft could do it for this? Yeah, the markup on mm-hmm. actual like stuff like that is crazy. So uh, if you're ever sold electronics or anything like that, which I did back in the day, like mm-hmm. audio in particular, uh, speakers stuff has insane markup actually mm-hmm. at retail compared to wholesale prices. So it seems like Microsoft is trying not to make it over killing by selling these things. Whereas some of the other brands, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's double, you know, or triple sometimes as, as opposed to what it's actually costing uh, the retailers actually to then to sell these. That's why they do go on sale sometimes at such ridiculous uh, prices. Uh, hey, Psychonauts, welcome back, man. Hey, thank uh, you. Yeah, we lost you for a second. I, I know it's your your funny internet you're probably dealing with there, right? Um, do you have any thoughts on the new Xbox headset? I I know that you have an interesting perspective because you just got a headset. Yes, it's funny that you say that because my headset unsunk unsynced. That's why I lost connection. Oh, oh, oh man, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you so, may be in the investment business soon. <laughs> I just I just picked up the. Arctis 9X. So it's it's still you know new to me, but I'm like when this I but I bought it a week before the announcement of these headsets, and I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) These for a hundred bucks, you get all this high end tech that's going to be in these headsets, and I was I was kind of bummed. I was like, man, I just spent almost two hundred dollars. These freaking headsets. I can get these $100 Xbox headsets pretty much as good as these. Um, it is what it is, but I feel yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it looks um, amazing. I mean, they integrated the volume button to the headset itself. And with what Pong was saying, with uh, the mute feature where mm-hmm. you don't, if you're not speaking, it doesn't pick up background, which is right. awesome. And then you have, the manual mute button that you just want to mute yourself. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't have to thought. hear Pong eating his bag of chips. It's a common occurrence. Yeah. Oh, but not chips. They put, not chips. <laughs> but they put a lot of thought into these headsets, and you can tell it looks premium made, and mm. it's just it's it's for you know somebody that I wouldn't say on a budget, but if you want a premium headset at a budget cost, these are fantastic. These are probably going to be awesome for so many people. If you haven't or looking for a headset, get your hands on one of these. I'd definitely recommend grabbing these up. I think Best Buy had them yesterday. I was telling you, uh, Mav. Yeah, they still have them as of like right before the show. I was about to pull the trigger, but like at least work, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. I, 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 I made a tweet like right after they announced this. I was like, I'm gonna go tell Kate that my headset, <laughs> my headset's acting funny, you know. Um, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> It's not really, you know, so I, I mean, it's working and I, until I start 
getting some weird stuff. Yeah, I'm just look at her face like she looked like someone with an excuse to get this. <laughs> you know, I'm involved in this community now, and I would know that's total bullshit. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I would say if you're gonna, you gonna get, get a pair, get me one too. Yeah, see, there yeah. you go. I get two. There you go. There you hey. go. We on it. There you go. We're we're on it, babe. It's, it's gonna happen. He's you know, I, pre-ordering as we speak. I have, a, speak. I have a 1S actually that I don't use anymore. I'm gonna go trade that sucker in or sell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hey, it's worth 200 bucks right now still, so I can get that and I can go. Uh, you can get us some headsets, babe. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, look at that. Hey, three bit. What's up, man? Hey, are you in the market going? for a headset? <laughs> Uh, uh, not currently. No, but uh, right now I have the A40s. It works just fine, you know. Yeah. Um, it in uh, at first I was having syncing problems. Uh, I think Pong actually helped me. I think it was you, Pong, that uh, basically told me to firmware update it, and then uh, because they made an update just for the Series X, and then right. I was uh, wondering why I couldn't hear game audio. Uh, because when I first, like, I could, I could talk to people, but I just couldn't hear the game audio and that was really bugging me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I updated it. Works just fine. Um, until it doesn't work fine, then, you know, I will invest in that because it, it looks really cool. <laughs> I like the Bluetooth feature. Some of the things you guys were talking about, um, with like the syncing, like I, I, I believe I even saw a post somewhere, um, by one of the engineers of it where he was basically talking about how. It's kind of like the, using similar technologies to the controllers, like mm. how it syncs to the Xbox, kind of like a controller, but you can also use it for different devices at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. that look, that sounds really different cool. Different devices at the same time? No pun intended. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll, we'll cool, see. Uh, well, Bluetooth, you know. So yeah, I will definitely get it if my thing breaks. <laughs> it, it sounds really cool. So mm-hmm. no pun intended, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm hoping these start to cut out soon, so I don't feel like I wasted them. But I'm, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go for it and get them. Uh, if you're like me, you have a you have a headset graveyard, right? Do y'all you guys have a headset graveyard? Yeah, mine is like in a cabinet in a box, and I got like seven headsets in there where it's yeah. like this something is. I got wrong a bunch of turtle beaches. Oh yeah, yeah to somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got a couple That's of those. turtle beaches are good for. They they usually last like a year or so. And then you know it's always the cords they get short yeah, and stuff. Short. And then then you look at the price of getting mm-hmm. one of the two way headset cords. And it's like twenty mm-hmm. something bucks. Or it's like okay, fifty bucks mm-hmm. for a new headset. And then uh, anyway, but yeah, I got. If you look real close, they all come with expiration dates right on the package. Oh, damn. I'm hoping these don't. I just want a durable headset that works and I don't have weird audio issues with, right? I, now, yeah. a, a lot of people really want that, you know, $300 sound where you have like the 7.1 mega loud, like crazy sound. But most of the time I'm gaming, I'm chatting with people, right? right? Uh, while I'm also playing and you're not, you know, you're not having the craziest loud audio for the game at that time anyway. Right. So for me, like this is perfect. It's like you get, you still have that like, uh, Dolby Atmos experience for a hundred bucks, but you're not going out and breaking the bank for something that you're maybe not really going to truly get the full experience with most of the time anyway. Right. Just because I, when I play games, I'm usually talking to people, but, um, Cool guys. Yeah, true. Anybody else have any thoughts on the headset? 
Yeah, I mean, just a, definitely a pleasant surprise. You know, didn't see this coming from them. Um, like Pong said earlier, I know a lot of people. I know I got thrown off when I got the Series X because, yeah. you know, one of the biggest omissions that I'm so accustomed to with a console is a uh, Dolby Digital Out. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot yeah. of headsets that require that. I know the Astro community, you know, a lot of people have to use alternatives. And um, that was a concern. So for me, I definitely was in the, in the running looking for one. Um, wireless was big. I didn't want to be tethered. You know what I'm saying? And um, look, I've I've been rocking with the um the rigs and stuff like that. And Dolby Atmos is is transformative to me. You know, say Dolby Atmos yeah. is really I love that technology. So to see them support that, the DTSX, like they've got a lot of the major you know kind of sound technologies in it. The value that they're giving you for ninety nine dollars is pretty amazing now we do have to hear it we see how the audio quality is we do have to feel it we have to see if the comfort level is there you know those are things obviously you won't know until we actually get them but you know like you said like i think pong said earlier and you know one thing is a testament to the series x build quality so it's us putting in that faith right that blind faith like i'm saying like hey you know what based on how the series x is built i'm a little confident that they should do their thing with that and then for me how i look at it is one USB-C, that's huge for me. You know what I'm saying? The fact I could charge that, the charge time seems pretty good. And then I'm an xCloud guy, so I want to test that out with an Android device. I want to be able to do a multitask and just go back and forth between devices, whether it be, you know, phone, my Series X, and PC. So this kind of serves like a jack-of-all-trades for me. So once I seen it, I was like, bam, y'all getting that money. Pre-order going down immediately. Like, I'm not even hesitating on this one, man. And, yeah, it looks like the rig's going to be in the bushes for a little bit. Until, you, know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it is what it is. But this is, yeah, this looks, I mean, it's got an equalizer, bro. Like, it's got yeah. all type of cuts. And to be able to control it all from the Xbox, too. Bro, yeah, you Ash, are you kidding Xbox. me? Bro, That's the biggest so thing. convenient. Again, like three bit ago, always said, as a tech, I appreciate these things, right? These are the little things that you want to geek out and customize and tweak to your liking. And these are the things that Xbox tend to provide. A lot of people say why people like the Xbox ecosystem so well. These are the reasons why. Like the feature set, it's very convenient and all these options. So, yeah, I'm in, man. Day one, I'm in. It's it's a go. It's already pre-ordered. I'm waiting now. Yeah, I'm not getting jealous now. (laughs) You (laughs) We got to make this happen. You okayed it. Look, we got we got okay, the timestamp. <laughs> Lady Caitlin said it's a go. You yeah. better put the order in now before she changes your mind. No, just... no, <laughs> that's it's, it's for me. Yeah. Double ordering. That's it. Yeah, that was also the bonus for me too. That was also the bonus for me because the wife knew I was looking, and mm-hmm. so I had prepped her. And so then I'm like, "Hey, uh, you know, I I got my new headset." And she looks at me. She's like, "How much?" I'm like. <laughs> I'm like 99, and she's like, "Oh, that's all." And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, that's all." Yeah. She's like, "Oh, okay, all right." Great, good sell, bro. Great good price. Sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The price is. Oh yeah. yeah, We've gotten accustomed now. Can't beat the price. To paying two yeah. to three hundred dollars for premium and headsets. They, and let's be right. real, man. They could have said two hundred, three hundred, and we still would have been like, you know what? Yeah. For what they're offering, that's it worth been, it. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. that's like comparing to the other ones that are two to three hundred bucks, but this is an Xbox brand. We're going to get Xbox compatibility. We're just going to get the extra features with the equalizer and the uh, and the interface. Mm-hmm. And it, it could be like, OK, yeah, this is like I'm I'm sold. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they're, they're not. Inter- I, I think they're interested in enhancing the experience more than they're ma- interested in making a huge killing on something like an accessory uh, to the exactly. console. Um, it's different where, you know, if you're. Turtle Beach or your, 
you know, any of these other companies, that's what your biz- whole business is. That's where you have to make your money. Microsoft yes. doesn't have to make a killing on these accessories. They want people to have the best experience on the mm-hmm. console so they can subscribe to Game Pass. And if they see less entry point, uh, less dollars on an entry point, uh, like two ninety nine Series S, hundred dollar mm-hmm. headset, uh, you know, all of these things factor into that. It was smart for them to have to have this because you know uh, most gamers nowadays play with a headset. It's not like back in the day where I'll just play with the speakers. Most gamers play mm-hmm. with a headset, and it's an important yeah. uh, accessory to have with your console absolutely yeah it wouldn't shock me though i mean this goes well just to say elite headset they've already got an elite controller exactly. why not come out with elite headset you know oh, add oh. in all the extra speakers design, and everything. design you know, lab design oh, lab yeah. headset that design lab oh, oh yeah <laughs> Bring it on Xbox. Hey, I just can I get yeah. uh, can can I get royalties on that Xbox if you do it? It just came out of my mouth first. That's it. That's it. <laughs> the design the speculation headset. headset. Oh, dude, yeah. And, and they're definitely not cutting corners with that headset. So yeah, I want Xbox. This no. is, if if Xbox Pope hears hears this podcast by chance. Hey, can you start <laughs> doing mock-ups of Xbox headsets with games? Oh. That would be Must sick. Yeah. Let's With this design, yeah. this console controller headset. Oh, yeah. 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 He's been hinting Let's at go. secret meetings with Xbox recently. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll see what what's we'll see what's going on there. All right, babe. Uh, what's what do we got next? Um, next is Sega and Game Pass. Okay. So uh, there's this, and then I'm after this topic. We're gonna I'm gonna give. Uh, uh, Cog the chance to sell everybody Destiny Two on Game Pass. Destiny Two Cognito promotions. Yes. But before we get to that, does that come with free lessons? By the way, because yeah, we need to get people up to speed. I think yeah. Cognito, and if we got back from dead, you know, who plays <laughs> Destiny a lot, we could have this like mega oh, learning experience. You know, we also charge for lessons. You got uh. You got Pong and, and Mav selling Division 2, and then we got uh, you. We, we've sold a lot and of copies, Destiny. I think. I've sold a lot of copies. Yeah. Ubisoft, we're still waiting on those checks. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Hey, um, so Sega had kind of made some comments uh, about Game Pass. Um, I saw this on uh, Twitter, and it was on, I think, purexbox.com. Um, where there was comments about uh, some of their games, actually, they're seeing like such an increase in sales on some of their games, and it's been working for them. Um, and it helped propel one of the franchise Two Point Hospital. They said it helped propel the franchise to over three million players worldwide. It's a huge benefit of being on Game Pass. It strengthens the exposure you get to a huge first party audience. That surge in engagement in turn helps to further establish your product in the marketplace. Mm. Um, it's great for us and it's great for consumers who get to experience something they may not have engaged with outside of the Game Pass model. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, that first off, that's very well said and that's coming from an actual publisher's point of Reach. view, right? Um, on how Game Pass can actually be a positive not just for microsoft but for the publishers and developers of the games that are being flooded into game pass 
which maybe this is why we keep seeing more and more of them enter the ecosystem because (laughs) maybe it works. (laughs) Maybe it's a good thing. And maybe this partnership with Sega is going to keep increasing because of the positive outlook. And we may be seeing more Sega games and franchises that we all love enter the Xbox ecosystem via game pass. Maybe just maybe even some of these Atlas properties that um, and stuff like this could possibly come to game pass. There has been hints. There have been rumors where do we see this Sega and Game Pass partnership going from here short of an acquisition? Let's let's put the acquisition possibilities aside because I think it's still a chance, but let's assume that it's just a partnership. Where do we where do we see this going from here? Um we'll start I guess we'll start with Sacronauts this time, man. Like do you do you think this is going to keep going? Oh, most definitely. I think I said something the last time I was on the, your show, how Sega and Game Pass is going to be, there's going to be a partnership and it's going to, you know, things are going to be announced. I mean, we already seen, you know, all the, uh, all the Yakuza's on Game Pass now. Mm-hmm. Fantasy yeah. Star Online 2, Alien yep. uh, Isolation, two, um, I don't think Two Point Hospital, yeah, two point hospitals on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, Endless yeah. Space Two, Streets mm-hmm. of Rage Four, and there's so many more. And it's only gonna get, it's gonna grow. And with Sega seeing the growth that it's had with Game Pass, interacting with over 18 million customers, subscribers, they're going to be like, "Hey, Atlas, you know, I think we should start putting some games over on your guys's games on Game Pass." And, you know, because I think everybody should enjoy all those games. Persona and all of them. So it's only going to grow. There's there's no doubt about it. They've seen the growth of all these games. And it's just, it's just going to. Getting out a little bit, Psycho. Yeah, you can it. Oh, I just said it's going to be, it's just going to grow from here. That's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Uh, thoughts, Cog? You know, listen, when I saw this topic, you know, I was, I ran over. I was like, when anybody, <laughs> <laughs> when anybody, I'm saying it for life. Bro, yes. I'm, I'm saying it to the death. So, I mean, that that's my spiritual successor before Xbox. So, yeah, I mean, this is exciting to see. This is exciting to see because twofold. One, you made a great point, Mav. Um, sometimes, you know the the armchair developer, the gamer who thinks they know what you know what's going on and how. I've seen it in our comments and I'll be like, "Game Pass is bad for the industry. You're not helping the developer. You're not help. You got to buy the game, and, and that's the only way." Yeah. And it just again, you know, one thing that kills me about gamers is you know go to the source. Go to the developers, go to the publishers, see what they're saying, get a sample size. Now, we know Game Pass, you know, for the most part, still early, but we're starting to see trends, right? We're starting to see things trend a certain direction. We're starting to see now the 18 million. You're starting to see now publishers coming back. And you said it best, engagement, right? You know, you got a game like Two Point Hospital. I find, Shout out to whole glow. I found out about that game then. I was going to get it on Switch, and I'm like, wait a minute. 
it's in Game Pass. Like King put me on. He's like, why would you get it on Switch? It's in Game Pass. I'm like, he's kind of right. Like I got the service. <laughs> you play it for free instead of paying this. And and I did it. And then to see them talk about it, because what you see is, you know, you have these smaller games sometimes sharing that space with these AAA titles that, again, most people may not have known about. Or let's be real, as gamers, sometimes we make business decisions. It's a certain month that comes out. You're like, yo, I'm getting this. And I'm, I'm going to have to wait on this one because I can't do all two or three games at one time. And a lot of games get sacrificed, so to speak, you know, in that in that sense. But now you have a service like Game Pass. You're sharing that that marketing real estate. Now you're like, OK, I've finished this. You know, let me give this a shot. And then you end up loving something you have you never knew about. Same thing happened to me with this um, indie game called Yes, Your Grace. I'm like, I ended up being addicted to this game. And I'm like, I would have never played this game. If it wasn't in Game Pass. So one, you start to see the metrics with that. You start to see the engagement. And then, you know, shout out to, um, I believe, the developer from uh, Two Ton uh, Games we had on until the end. He literally spoke, spoke it out for us because, you know, his game was uh, initially going to be, you know, on one platform, small indie st- game studio. And he broke it down. He said, look, we got our money up front, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From Microsoft based on a projection of what they thought it would do by putting it in the game. But that is beneficial. Peace of mind to develop a game is beneficial. Right. That is helping mm-hmm. the industry. So now he can focus on his craft and now get out. And then guess what? Until the end now is sharing space with Gears 5. It's sharing space with, like again, you're getting a light on something that you may not. And the, and the cool, cool things that you guys said, uh, Pong, and um, what you're going to about the Division, right? Let's be real. Like, you know, even though Division not in Game Pass, but you know, you, you see, I remember when it was, and I remember there was a moment Division One, excuse me, was in it. You know what I mean? You get that engagement, people start yeah. flocking back in. You see in Destiny right now. I'm seeing people like, yo, I didn't play it, but hey, Game Pass, free 99. I'll give it a shot, right? So it, mm-hmm. it's it's really transformative. They're deaf. This is the direction they want to go, and then bringing it all the way back to Sega was just that, um, you know, again, I'm a huge Sega fan. It's good to see their properties, you know, getting a lot of exposure. You know, I'm very happy that uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, even though it's not in Game Pass, it's on the service. That's something that historically wouldn't have happened in the past generation. You know, those type of titles would always be Sony first. Again, let me see what the persona. So I think it's trending the right direction. And the last thing I'll say is, um, you know, just as far as the whole, you know, partnership, so to speak. Who knows if it's an acquisition because there's a lot involved, obviously, you know, with Sega and the way they're set up. But one thing we did see is the division set up for the Pachinko machines and the thing. Not saying it's definitely going to happen, but at the very least, they seem to have a good working relationship. Right? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. that's what we want to see going forward. And I think this is going to be really cool for Sega fans. I mean, you know, on, on the Xbox platform. So, yeah, this, this is dope to see, man. I love to hear these stories and love to see people actually break down from a publishing standpoint the success of Game Pass, not the guy on Twitter who's telling you don't buy get games in Game Pass because it's, it's not you're hurting the industry, you're not helping the dev. Like we need to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just here's just a uh, fair observation uh for people that if you are interested in buying, not even if you don't like Game Pass, if there's one game, one game that you want to mm-hmm. buy, okay, that's in Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And it, it just hit, okay. Guess what you can do? You can go and you can get a trial for one dollar, mm-hmm. okay? And then you can proceed to purchase that game Woo. at a at a good discount. Reduce discount, yeah. And guess what? 
you just got savings and in the three months that you get to enjoy this one dollar experience you can play a lot of other games and you still got to buy that one game at a discount for less than you would have otherwise so uh just a that's just a little tip for anybody that's again that's against game pass or whatever hey you can still take advantage of it in at least some way uh and it helps the publisher right so uh besides sega themselves this is just like you see where because of things like this this is where the industry is going just like movies have gone this way which is another entertain it's Movies are similar to games. They take development costs, they take production costs, then you then you release them and they have a lifespan, right? And then they live on forever and you make money off of royalties and licensing and, and all all these things. Uh they, they they live on and you purchase them at reduced costs later, unless it's Nintendo, then you still pay full price. There's a lifespan there. Now Game Pass like subscription services with movies and stuff has changing the formula of how publishers get paid, how developers get paid and how we invest into the ecosystem. Right. So, um, and it's working coming straight from the mouths of, Mm -hmm. uh, one of those big time, big time publishers. Right. Uh, Three bit. Uh, what's your thought? <laughs> what's your thoughts on Sega <laughs> and uh, their comments uh, regarding Game Pass? Um. Well, Cog said so many interesting things. Yeah. Uh, about yeah. Game Pass, I, I think he hit it on the nail of that one. I, I, I do think people need to worry about where. Microsoft, a billion dollar company, is going to get their money. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they have billions, they, they have billions of dollars. Yeah, are they pocket they're, they're not... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like people worrying about is Game Pass going to be sustainable? Yeah, I just you know I'm not questioning. I'm just like, hey, great deal. I'm I'm in. Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think people need to think about more about that like you're getting a great value in my opinion one of the best values in gaming um now in terms of sega i I think sega is just another one of the developers that has said what game pass has done for as a studio and I, i really i know atlas just from what i've been hearing from atlas they are very stubborn about putting their games on other platforms and I I think they are going. They're seeing the success of the Yakuza series. I I really hope that they see that. Like, okay, hmm, okay, Persona. Maybe maybe we we might try that out. Especially because of uh, Sony right now pulling out of Japan. Really, uh, you know, right now this is a great situation for Microsoft to be in. Uh, because of Sony and, and uh, seeing Japan as less of a priority, I would say. Not not only do you see articles talk about this, but some of the fans over there are, uh, have said they feel a little bit sidelined of of what's going on. Um, if anyone wants to correct me on that, then sure. But that's just oh, what I've been hearing. Um, so I love Sega. I, I I just heard about it, like a crazy taxi game too. 
that was my jam <laughs> as a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and the I would love to see it, it, this partnership grow into something like EA Pass, like the the EA Pass, where <clears throat> you get like a Sega collection because Sega has mm-hmm. so much Whew. great IP. They just a lot of IP, <laughs> a lot of IP that uh, that can really be great in Game Pass. Um, so I really hope that the success of the Yakuza series and and um, and future games going forward really just benefits the partnership. It, you know, and acquisitions is, is a side thing. I don't think that's going to happen. But who knows? I, I, I know that right now, Microsoft and Sega, they are very close. You see Aaron Greenberg posting, like, hedgehog pictures on Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so we know they're, they're close right now. Um, but in, in terms of what games I would like to see, I would like to see just, like, a Sega collection. Just Just all types of Streets of Rage games everything on there that yeah. like l- make that happen <laughs> I would, Re- I would remastered that. brought up to brought up to oh. speed please oh. yeah that would be a, that would be amazing yes. there's already some Ooh. sega collections out there but yeah. if you go and play them it's yeah. like oh, okay you know it's like yeah, it's it feels kind of old but if yeah. they actually went and took the time because you're right sega has so many freaking ips dude yeah. I, I remember it was on uh i was listening to one of boom shows and like mm-hmm. he, he was talking about sega and, and everything and i was looking uh, on wikipedia yeah. just at the sega ips and i started like blasting them out in chat i was like holy crap like all the <laughs> altered beast and afterburner all, all these like games that i remember playing like uh back in the day jet set radio uh, was that radio. Jet, set? jet set radio jet set radio yeah oh yeah Jimcast. Yeah. let's go so many and uh i think the only reason that I would want the acquisition to happen is because of the amount of developers that Xbox is growing have. I think it brings more of a possibility to bring some of those other IPs back as opposed yeah. to with Sega just in control of it. They're real limited with the development power that they have to bring out franchises. They're more limited. So with Xbox acquiring IPs, not that X- Xbox hasn't done a great job themselves with right. with all of yeah, their old IPs. They have a lot. In, in the bank that they can pull pull out and say, all right, let's make this. Let's make this. You know, we finally got Perfect Dark coming. You know, we're still missing the Banjo-Kazooie and so much, so much more, right? But with all of these other studios that they have, mm-hmm. I think it's more likely we're going to see things like happen. And there's some diamonds in the rough within mm-hmm. Sega that could be brought back and become huge properties the same with with Xbox. That's one of the things that when they make these acquisitions, it's not just, hey, uh, what what are they getting now? It's like what what can they pull from to make new possibilities happen, right? Right. Uh, yeah. So, hey, Pong, what do you sure. think this partnership? Where do you think is headed, man? I, I know you got some thoughts, dude. You know, I got big thoughts on this, right? So obviously, <laughs> Sega. I mean, my love for yeah. Sega runs deep. Talk that talk. Um, absolutely (laughs) you know so the minute i the you know the big thing there's so many ways to go with this right so when you're talking when you're talking about game pass and and what phil went over there and and we know he's been over there a lot over to japan uh, to develop these relationships right to start to see the fruits of those relationships coming coming over and obviously one of his prime candidates uh, that he must have had marked was Sega, right? They, they've had that relationship for a very long time. So to see Yakuza's come over here, 
and have success. Not not just show up and just be like, oh, we got the Yakuza's, yay. People actually trying Yakuza. I have seen so many people fall in love with Yakuza, whether it's been Yakuza Zero, whether it's been you know any of the remasters, and now all of a sudden Yakuza Like a Dragon comes along, and people who do not or have never played, do not like or who have never played turn-based style JRPGs are all of a sudden talking about this nonstop, right? This is this is my heart, right? Because I'm an old school JRPG guy, grew Ooh. up doing it, right? All the generations. Go so to see this love come and and, and actually be successful mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. And what this does is to have another big publisher like like Cog was talking about unto the end, you know, we've heard from uh, Joe Song of Iron talk mm-hmm. about the idea Xbox program and what it's meant to him as an as an independent developer, right? We've heard these smaller guys already come out and talk about how beneficial it is. Everybody can talk all their BS that they want to about that. It's not these guys aren't putting games on Game Pass out of the generosity, right? Out of, out of the goodness of their heart, right? They're not going to Microsoft and saying, oh, just put I don't care. Just put it on your system. <laughs> They're not doing that. There, yep. There is a reason why we're seeing all these small indie developers jump on board. It's because mm-hmm. it is beneficial to what they're trying to do. Like Cog touched on, it, it is. it takes pressure off of them. They don't have to wait for those royalty checks to start rolling in, which can be inconsistent. They get sometimes upfront money that allows them to just concentrate simply on finishing the game. Right. And yeah. getting it out into the wild. That's that's all they have to worry about at that point. But how to see companies, EA already came out and talked about their engagement numbers. Right. And we're going to be hearing about engagement. I don't care if people hate that word. It's the new hot word, but it doesn't matter. It's what matters going forward when you have a service like this. Right. Netflix changed mm-hmm. the movie industry. Microsoft is trying to change the games industry. They're using the same basic type model to do this. So guess what? Engagement is more important overall than just straight up individual sales, period. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is from Mm -hmm. here on out. EA had just came out and talked about how much they've seen benefit from being in here. And now you've got another publisher like Sega coming in and saying, we are having great success. What did they say? Uh, Two Point Hospital, uh, three million Three million, three million people. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? I, like Cog was talking. Yeah. I, like Cog was saying, if, if that had just been a game out in the ether that was just on the physical shelves or in the digital, mm-hmm. in the digital space, you would have passed over it. Most of us would have passed mm-hmm. over it. Yep. But you're getting in front of, and this is, you're getting in front of 18 million customers right now. We'll say 20 probably right now, but we'll say 18. King, we'll go King with likes what they when you say 20. King likes when you yeah, say 20. Yeah, I know. It's a 20. <laughs> it is 20. He likes it to um, go to 20. But, yeah. but we're talking about 3 million people engaging with a small game. It's only 18 million game pass, right? What happens when we hit 30? What happens Ooh. when we hit 50 million people Great. in game mm-hmm. pass, right? Great. And now all Facts. of a sudden, You've got Sega already on board. You've got EA already on board. They're showing all this positive stuff. They're showing these. And again, you can say, well, they have a good relationship. They're just going to come out and say that. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not doing this out of, the, out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing it because their bottom line is looking better. And so what's going to happen is all of a sudden Ubisoft is sitting on the sidelines going, all right, we got our just you play sitting out here. You know, we tried it on Stadia. We know how that <laughs> yeah. went. Uh, so why are we wasting it? Why are we not getting an engagement numbers mm-hmm. on all of our games? Mm-hmm. 
Game Pass. Why are we right. not doing this? That's what slowly starts to erode away. We know we already got the indies. Microsoft right. is committed to the small time. Now it's time to go after those big fishes. Preach. When you start hitting, again, a million new subscribers per month without any triple A bangers anywhere to be found. I don't like the word trip. I don't like the word banger, but whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> banger. Uh, but you know what I mean? Big hitters. You have zero, you have zero big hitters in that service and you're still averaging Ew. a million new users a month. What happens this fall, this holiday season and you got Halo up and in there day one, you got possibly Starfield hitting in there, right? You got maybe a new Forza in there. Forza Horizon 5, baby, coming in Japan. It's coming this That's right. That's right. What? That's right. Put it in Exactly. No, we need it. But what is going to happen when you start seeing that? And then the avalanche starts because we know how many studios, how many teams are working right now. Those Game Pass numbers are going to exponentially increase from that point forward. And there's going to be mm-hmm. impossible, not only for gamers from, I don't care what side you're on. I don't care if you got one preferred platform. It's not, you're not going to be able to ignore game pass as a gamer anymore. And you're not going to be able to ignore game pass as a publisher anymore yeah. because you can instantly have 30, 40, 50 million eyes on your game. Yep. This just by dropping it in there. And oh, by the way, Microsoft is going to give you some upfront money or Microsoft is going to do the marketing for you mm-hmm. or whatever your contract deal is. Yep. But instantaneously, you have access to that many people. You don't have to wait for them to go into the store and buy it physically. You don't have to wait for them to decide to finally you know, go to the digital site and buy it from there. They already have access to it. They download it. Oh, you got DLC? Oh, guess what? They feel like they really didn't pay anything. They got the game free. Right. Yep. Oh, now putting out 20 bucks for some DLC is no big deal. Exactly. Not at all. It's different. Exactly. So, Mm -hmm. again, go back to the original question. I hope this is the start of something big with Sega, just from a personal standpoint. I also hope from a business standpoint, because as everybody's pointed out, the IPs that they hold, if, if, and this is a big if, because we know Microsoft themselves are holding some big IPs that they haven't done anything with, if they have a plan in place to, you know, do something big with Sega and use the IPs that are there. I'm all, I'm all bored, right? Sure. Yes, absolutely. Sega has to be going to Atlas right now and strong arming, a strong arming them because For this, sure. whatever the stubbornness has been, I have no idea. I don't get it. <laughs> you are a part of Sega Sammy. So why Atlas is not playing ball? I don't get it, but they have to be able to go in there now, slap down the, the stats and say, Guess what? It's time Persona gets in there. It's time that we try this out. So I hope that happens as well, uh, no matter what, even if it's just a partnership at the end of the day. Um, But again, just to have another big publisher come out and prove everybody wrong and say, hey, we are seeing huge success here. Good things are happening here. And again, only 18 million. This is just the beginning. We're not. This is just the beginning. Uh, Those numbers grow more. The more those the back end numbers for these publishers are going to grow. So, yeah, I can't wait. It's restricted to Game Pass. Uh, oh, so also shout out to Boom who who was yeah, in here. Cool, it, yeah. uh, shout, shout out, yeah, shout out to Boom. Yeah, and I will also um, say this too: 
Game Pass is also important, especially with these Asian developers and these Asian publishers and why Phil needs to go do this. And I almost forgot this point is because they're going after that Asian market. Right. They need that. They're going after those mobiles, you know, in Korea and Japan and China. Eventually, you know, yeah. they're going to go after China somehow, some way. And it's Ooh. all mobile over there. Yep. So they need mm-hmm. yep. Game Pass and xCloud to be filled with games that appeal to that section exactly. of people. Yes, there are going to be some Western games that appeal to them, but obviously the core base over there is mm-hmm. still going to want games that are based on that culture from that side of the world, and they need to get those into xCloud and Game Pass to expand that out over there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. We may see Game Pass on (laughs) even more platforms than we ever anticipated in the coming years as well to make that happen. Um, And speaking on a 3Bits point about people's concern for Game Pass and the sustainability, it's not real concern. It's fake concern. You think these people actually care? No, they don't care. There's not an actual concern there. When a game gets a 60% off, sale and on the marketplace do you think they sit there and they say oh man what are their real intentions here you know i don't know if this is sustainable i'm worried how can they afford to give me this i shouldn't buy it at the 60 percent off sale i I don't know if i should take this great deal because i'm concerned about this (laughs) come on it's bad for the industry i shouldn't get this game on sale Come on, guys. You know, uh, this is awesome. Uh, Sega sees the value. It's obviously a great thing. Um, did everybody have a chance to ch- chime in on this? Did I just yeah. want to end on, on this yeah. last point. Uh, just the, what, what Pong was sort of like uh, dancing around towards the end is the ecosystem of Xbox mm-hmm. where they are not really restricted to just a console really benefits them in a lot of ways especially with game pass because they're not just on console right that which is a a pretty big market but then you're also tackling mobile and PUBG alone i i don't remember the numbers but it was a lot of money a billion (laughs) a billion something i believe that's just the mobile market uh which is already insane and then you have the pc market so whenever I, i i see people uh saying Game Pass is not sustainable and, and all that. I think about those demographics for all three of those <laughs> mobiles, console, and also PC. On on top of all that, you know, there, there's crazy growth uh, with just those three. And, he, and that's when I really think about the whole exclusive argument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and when people say that uh, they need other consoles to be successful. Um, and, and I look at those three demographic uh, of console, uh, PC, and mobile, and they can grow with just those three. They don't really need other consoles to be successful. And Game Pass is such a, not only is it an amazing deal, I really think other uh, places need to be looking at this. Nintendo, Sony, start looking at this. No, they're gonna, <laughs> it's they're it's gonna only going to keep growing. It, it's not the, the, it's sure. not the fact that they uh, should at some point they're going to absolutely have to uh, face the, the reality of the situation uh, because two or three years from now with all these exclusive games as they hit game pass uh, from all these uh, studios that Microsoft has, has has acquired and they've already said they're acquiring more <laughs> all these games are going to be hitting game pass 
And you, you can subscribe to that for $14.99 a month and get to play it on PC, on Xbox, on mobile devices, and all this stuff. And then on the other platforms, hey, our new game out at $70. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. every oh, game yeah. that they Good have point. that's exclusive is like that. It The value proposition is already where right. it's at, but there's a scale and over the years, it's just going to keep going like this, where, hey, Xbox is still mm-hmm. the same price, but right. to get into the other ecosystem, it's a lot more. And that's going to be a problem down the road more than it is today. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not okay. bashing on Sony, because there's still value in that. I'm not right. saying there's there's yeah. not nothing uh, not good about necessarily what they're doing. It's just the reality of the business, right? Yeah. It's just a matter of mat. At some point, they have to look at it as something that they have to match. And yeah. you know, generally, you know, the way the industry works is, you know, once people start seeing revenue, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they start to have a shift in ph- philosophy. And Sony yeah. themselves even come out and say, "Hey, we may need to come up with some side of sort of an answer, or we're working on some yeah. sort of a thing to that." They've <laughs> improved PlayStation Now quite a bit. Exactly. If it's you look so- at that PlayStation collection and those games that's in there, I have it. Like that's something that they wouldn't have done in the past. And the last point I make to, to you know. Know, is that the other thing that we're seeing is, let's be real, usually when a game comes out, you know, you pay that retail pli- price, you get that engagement, and then whatever it is, six months or whatever, that that, that tail end, and then the game kind of dies out. What you're seeing with Game Pass is that kind of that reinfusion of interest in an older title sometimes also, too, where they're benefiting it. And then a lot of these companies, we said earlier, use it as a marketing tool to then jump off the next sequel or whatever they have in line for that for that franchise. So these are they're creative ways. And again, companies are in the business of making money. If this is not profitable, I don't care how much goodwill Microsoft is doing. You know what I'm saying? It, it, people are not doing it. That's the beauty of Phil Spencer being able to sell this ideal to a Sacha and get to the board, get to the table, right? Because that's what the suits want to hear. We as gamers, we love the deal, you know what I'm saying, because it's great for us. But if it's not making revenue, you best believe this thing is getting shut down and Phil's getting thrown out the office. Yeah. So <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what gamers have to understand. It, it, this is also benefiting them. And that's why Sacha is even emboldened Phil to say, look, we're still more in the acquisition phase because you want more content in this service, the diversity of content, as Pong, as 3-Bit mentioned, as far as getting this out on the X Cloud, that's another market that, again, that people are not thinking about. Because we as gamers are selfish. We just think about our console. This has to go out worldwide. It's a vision. It's a play. And I, I think they're onto something, man. I, do, I really do. It's good to see the growth. And like you said, I think it was uh, Pong without any bangers, so to speak. They're growing right now, and the games have not, the first-party game is not even at its peak in development or coming out. So that's even more impressive that they have this growth, in my opinion. Heck yeah, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, we've been running long because we've been having a great time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry it's taking so long. Hey, we're at two and hours and 20 minutes, uh, roughly. Uh, oh, so, man. hey, Cog, uh, Psycho, <laughs> Nats, 3-Bit. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. We've just uh, been having a great time. Time's flying. Um, so, are you gonna uh, say sorry to me? No, oh. no, I'm not. Dude. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sweetheart. There you go. It's okay. <laughs> hey, hey, babe, what's our what's our last topic? Um, the last topic is the Game Pass Game of the Week. In honor of our special guest, it is Destiny Two. 
Yes. So <laughs> a banger, right? It is a banger. Hey, who said Game Pass doesn't have bangers, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Now, this I put this on here, and just because uh, I knew that Lord Cognito was going to be here, and I, oh, I, Iron Lord started what as a as a Destiny podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, so, hey, man. Tell sell me, I, because I've I've fallen out of Destiny, right? I I'm sucked into Division Two right now, and, and in a lot of other games, which, uh, but I'm a huge Bungie fan, huge Halo fan, but jumping back into it right now seems daunting, right? Because it's so it's so consume it's so massive and consuming. I don't know what to do. Uh, sell us in the world, it, the world is your stage right now, cock. Uh, on now work for activity. Why <laughs> you need to take advantage of Destiny Two? He's ready. Being in <laughs> Game Pass and what what do we need to know, man? Tell us. Listen, man. I mean, first off, I love that you picked this time. It's great, great time. Oh, shout the back. <laughs> I see you, boy. I see you. That's my Sherpa. Now, look. Here's the thing. You know, I, Destiny is a very daunting game if you haven't played in a while. I'm not going to sit there and sugarcoat it. It's definitely, you know, the ease of, okay, there's so many icons. What do I prioritize first kind of a deal? Yeah. And the thing, what I like is what they've tried to do is they, for new light players, guys who've been away or just starting now, basically they send you to the Cosmodrome. So that's like your origin story, almost like a Destiny 1 revisited and kind of a recap. So that's where you want to start off first. There'll be a, a, a hunter named Shahan. He's going to really guide you to the basics of destiny and it's their little tutorial to get you up to speed on all the things you missed you know when what did mean? they implement that that has been implemented since the launch of beyond light so okay. since beyond light launch which was like november 10th or whatever um that's the new thing so when you boot up new guardian they're gonna beeline you there right, right. so i would advise don't touch the beyond light story yet because they're gonna get you into the basics of destiny how bounty systems how to level xp exotics and light level you know what i mean so that's number one number two you know let's just get down to the nitty-gritty like this is some of this is bungie and this is some of the best shooting mechanics you're gonna have in gaming just as far as pure feel on gun recoil sound differences also some of the best music in gaming and cooperative experience i would highly advise like i said reaching out to myself reaching out to my boy back from dead you know if you guys want to jump in and you're like hey cock this is still a little intimidating or whatever whatever we are glad to show you what's important like what's cool about it being in game pass i've become like a full-time destiny sheriff i'm like i feel like a college right today's last <laughs> day. you know, like that's really what it's been because there's so many people that's come to me and the clan has been full constantly people are coming like hey i need to join your clan and stuff like that because you get free rewards the more you do things together the pinnacle experience i'll just say is the raid that's what destiny does better than any other game this is why people keep coming back is because from a cooperative standpoint there is no better cooperative in-game experience than a destiny raid six players have to fully communicate team mechanics you know counting on your guy to do something everyone has a job and it's really fulfilling and then the rewards have really been great so i would definitely highly advise that beyond shout out to cars going by i would highly advise um beyond light that'd be the campaign to do it in the other stuff the older stuff is good for narrative stuff like shadow keep and forsaken i wouldn't say miss it 
But Beyond Light is kind of when you want to jump off and then you go into the season. But yeah, highly recommend it. it. Destiny's in one of the best places it's been, as you can see the announcement from Bungie. The unfortunate, Destiny's in this weird place where the hardcore community who want to make videos every day about the game, they get mad because they blaze the content out. And they're like, I have nothing to do, even though they have like 2,000 hours in the game, yeah. right? I have nothing to do, and Bungie needs to make content for me. <laughs> Whereas you got guys like yourself, he's right? got to have that voice. Yeah, that's the guy. You need to for me, and I want to. You know, what I'm saying? like guy, you, you can't complain when you got three million hours in the game and you've consumed the content at an unhealthy rate. That's just not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Most people have jobs, and most people have things they have to do that they just have complained at a specific place. So Bungie's in this place right now because they're in a game pass, right? They're in all these, but like they're getting this new user, and especially with the 60 frames, as you division guys know, yeah. 60 frames changes everything. Yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. changes, that makes it a whole... Everything. Exactly, everything. So at the end of the day, it's one of those things that they are actually doing well. You know what I mean? So, like I said, hit me up. You got back from there. If you want to get in the clan, it's, you got to check in on every Tuesday because we take attendance on who's not playing. And that's how they <laughs> kick people out of it. It's that point. We got to like, yo, bro, you didn't log in last month. So your attendance, we're going to have to get you out of here. But, you know, if you, you showed yourself, you proved yourself, you could be back in the crew. But uh, <laughs> it's that bad. Oh, this is <laughs> hardcore. I'm doing the, the Destiny class. And, and the, la- the last point I'll make is how you know it's doing well is if you go on Xbox Live, um, there's a there's a metric. It's uh, games most played. Destiny's yeah. been out for six years. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you think, okay, you know, top 20 would be fine. I mean, this is an old game. You got the Warzone. To see this game always in the top 10 consistently, you know what I mean, is pretty amazing. I've yeah. never seen a game last. T- I've not played a game for this damn long. Myself, I'm like amazing myself. But yeah, man, like I said, we got you. Any of you guys, you know, want to get in three bit? You know, I sent you that fix. See if you get your error done. Pong, you already know. You're welcome. Let me know. And Math, you already know what time it is. As well, Psycho, if you guys are interested, I have no problem. We've got a huge clan. Everyone helps each other out. You know, it's a really cool community, man. So yeah, check us out, man. It's really fun. And if you want to learn more about it, I gotta gotta plug a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, salute. Check out my podcast, the other podcast I do, um, which is Last Word, which is with my brother Ebontis, and he's real. He, I would highly advise you subscribe to his channel because the thing about Ebontis, which is great, is he talks. He doesn't talk down to people. He assumes like you, you have, you've been away. And he brings you the information in a very simplistic and efficient way. He says, hey, this is what you guys need to focus on. His videos are actually, he, he knows how to talk to the new guy. Because a lot of Destiny guys are kind of ego. Like, oh, you don't know about such and such. Like, you know, like, like, it's none of that. It's just yeah. really helpful, really nice. informative stuff. So Welcome, yeah, how, That's awesome. Yeah, and he's just soft-spoken. He's a great guy, man. So yeah, last word That's podcast, awesome. I do that with him every every Friday. So Right on, man. Hey, hey Cog, nice. can I get your opinion real quick since we're talking about Bungie? Just real quick, off the top mm-hmm. of your head, mm-hmm. where do you think the money came from for their expansion? Who? Oh, you mean from? Oh, you mean from? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. For the, for the big, for the big oh. expansion that they're doing. Um, listen, man. I mean, you got a combination of things. It's one, you know, they had a little inflection from that east, right? They had that earlier. But I told people they've been they've been quietly grabbing bags from people. They yeah. grabbed the stadia bag. Let's be real. For them, I told people for game for it to be in Game Pass, they could have left it free to play base version in Game Pass, and that would have been phenomenal. 
the fact that the entire new content expanded that was unheard of that beyond light yeah. was in that was a so big deal that's a big deal like they're launching their new content in it free of charge so and then you get shadow keeper whatever so i think it's a combination of that also i gotta say it, and destiny fans you, if you in there you guys know it's true it's a guilty pleasure we live in that eververse store when it comes to a new gun and you got the emote, you're doing the emote and you got the, you're buying the outfit. Like the game, it, it, they, they, they design it in such a way. It's the art style is so cool. And you're seeing your friends doing the new emoji and the new thing. You're like, damn, I got to get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's really <laughs> addicting. Like the cosmetic aspect, the microtransactions are not game breaking. They don't affect gameplay. Right. But from a, I think it's a combination Kennedy. of both. And, yeah, and just the expansion. They've been first out on the on the cloud services. You know, they they've really been taking a lot of bags from people, and I just goes to show you this dead game that supposedly that's they're doing well. They're doing well. The engagements up. Yeah. I was just curious if you thought there was any partners in the background. Um, not necessarily. I mean, obviously, you know, the, we we did know at one point Microsoft did approach. Um, that was a dream of mine. I was hoping, but. I have to admit now, after hearing them now expand, expand, expanding to Amsterdam into a publisher role, you know, they look like they're trying to be the next Blizzard. They're looking like yeah. they're trying. And they have another IP. They have another. People don't realize they have another IP named Matter that's been in development for a while. It's kind of, from what I heard, it's like a little bit of a Diablo side, you know, kind of thing. So they've got things cooking. I, I think with them, partnerships would probably be the extent with microsoft they have a good working relationship i know phil and pete parsons are like peas of a pod phil is on destiny every day like yeah. phil is playing that's, that's yeah. his game yeah so you know i think we'll may see more sweetheart deals like this in the future but i hate to say to my guys who wanted the acquisition my microsoft i don't think that's gonna happen i'm leaning more now that's probably not my and i think they just have a good working relationship you know where they are now so i think that's that's where it is right now yeah Awesome, man. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Destiny 2, guys. Uh, definitely uh, ch- check that out. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, me and Pong and Psychonauts and uh, been trying to get everybody on the Division 2 train uh, with ah, the right. update. But, oh, yeah. you know, uh, Destiny 2, before Division, had had their, their update, and it's still doing amazing. Uh, Destiny didn't have the fall-off that Division did. So Division's, mm-hmm. like, resurgence is kind of, like, it's almost strange in a way. It's like, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. exactly how it's happened besides the update, right? Um, but another thing I was going to mention, like you said, like, it's weird, you know, it's interesting that, you know, Destiny chose to drop the whole expansion and everything in Game Pass. Another game, but we're talking about Sega earlier, that's doing that is Fantasy Star Online 2 with the new Fantasy Star game. It's dropping the whole thing in Game Pass, uh, which is a huge deal. That That was like... Mm-hmm. That's like a mega game. Uh, we're n- not as familiar with it. Some people aren't uh, here because it's been exclusively in Japan for a really long time. But to get that game coming, this is a this is a big deal game. It's a very big deal game, especially in Japan and those areas. To be in Game Pass day one, uh, that that's not something you see uh, very often. Like Cog was saying with Destiny, so uh, very, these companies are seeing the profit from being associated with it. Um, all right. Well, uh, if you guys enjoyed the show and if you want to oh, play yeah. Halo after Ooh. the show with us, what? ultimate after hours, mm. 
Master Chief Collection. We're going to be playing some Halo, popping some heads, uh, doing some SWAT, Ooh. capture the flag, whatever you may want to. Um, anybody have any final words before we do the outros real quick? Nope. All right. So uh, I'm going to try Destiny 2. I got I to gotta get to work. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, that picture, brother. Give it a shot, brother. That, that's it. So yeah. <laughs> our esteemed uh, guest, uh, we'll start with Psychonauts first. Hey, where can everybody find you? Well, starting Sunday, you're going to find me here with Mev and 3-Bit with Fun Pop at 3 p.m. Yes, sir. You can find me. That's going to be exciting. Uh, I can't wait. And you can find me on Twitter at Psychonauts8 and Xbox Live at Psychonauts. Yes, sir. All right, man. And uh, hey, Mr. Also, esteemed guest, Lord Cognito, who uh, brought a lot of uh, energy today. Thank you, sir. And sorry, again, it's taken so long. Uh, but what what, and where can people find you on? First of all, man, thank you for the invite, man. I was at the, the Lords, the Xbox Ultimate Lords. You know, it was a, <laughs> fun, you know and salute, salute to everybody, you guys. This was a really, really good show. Very informative. Very, I, love, I like what you guys are doing. like the topics, you know, and keep up the good work. This was definitely a fun show. I really enjoyed myself. Um, Yeah, you know, you know me at, at Lord Cognito on Twitter. You know, really appreciate the support. Really appreciate the retweets. I see it from you guys. You know, whenever I see you guys in chat, it really means a lot. You guys always show love whenever I'm um, also guesting. So much love on that. But yeah, Iron Lord Podcast, man. Every Sunday is the Lord's Day. You know what I'm saying? Check us out, man, 1 p.m. Eastern. This week, I think we will have um the Everborn, the Everborn Saga, one of your uh, podcast mates. Hey, you know what I'm yeah, good guy. So we'll have him on. We'll talk about Talented you know, guy. Yeah, very talented. Very talented. So we'll have Dreamy. him on. We'll talk about his game and stuff like that that he's getting things he got going on as well as the similar topics that you have uh posted here. So we get that going. And um yeah, man. And again, Lordsagaming.net is the website. You know, please check us out. A lot of good talent there. This is from the gamers, from the community, a lot of passionate stuff, not try to stay away from the clickbait stuff, but more opinionated, you know, personal stories. Check that out. And uh, like I said earlier, you know, last word podcast with brother Ebontis. If you're getting back into Destiny, you got the fever. You know what I'm saying? Check us out there, man. <laughs> and I really appreciate you guys. Again, the invite was great. I had a lot of fun. This was really cool. And I, I got to hope to get you all on Iron Lord Podcast at some point in the future. The schedule's a little, little crazy lately. <laughs> so I know, I know, the boss like, yo, hit up, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. hit me up. I have everyone on a list, and I look at, I look at Attic, and I'm like, Damn, we like it's the beauty of getting a little bit more popular <laughs> that you have that problem that you know what I'm saying because I really do like to celebrate the community. It's not just about oh we have a big guest on and that's it. No, I like to celebrate people who are doing their thing in the community and I like what you guys do. You keep it positive, great intellectual discussion. You know what I'm saying no bashing, just having fun. You know, talking game and I think a lot of people have gone away from that. They don't they don't talk games. So I like to support you guys that that do it the right way in my opinion. So salute to the Xbox Ultimate Warrior podcast. That's my error. That's my error. Greatly appreciate those kind words, man. And we love uh if I speak for all of us, uh we absolutely love what you guys do over there at Iron Lords Podcast. Uh you guys make me crack up i can't catch it live all the time but dude the, even when i just see a clip or if i'm watching live it's you guys are hysterical and i think i told you this four guys i think your your laugh is infectious and the positive energy uh, that you bring 
um and king david and uh addict and all, and all the guys yeah. all, all the guys <laughs> on iron lords just y'all y'all are great uh and I, I we were honored to have you on the show today so i hope, hope we can have you back in the future oh absolutely absolutely we'll do it again for sure all right hey my man three bit where can everybody find you besides doing some really creative cool stuff that you have to keep secret from us behind the scenes Ooh, break it you get talented <laughs> Break the what's working on? Oh, oh man. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, if you want to see my podcasting stuff, um, you guys can catch me here every Friday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, as you probably are watching right now. Thursday, I'm on Boom Show, uh, Xbox Factor, great panel over there. Um, you know, again, Boom, great guy. Um, he, he does so much for the community as well. So shout out to him again. Yep. Um, and a lot of my uh, videos on YouTube, uh, the video games HD. I've been uh, very much working a lot this week, so I haven't been a- able to update it as much. But you will see content next week. So you'll see a lot of a um, lot more of my animation stuff, which is where where I'm trying to sort of slowly move content because uh, a lot of people are interested in what i do uh behind the scenes a lot of my animation stuff for for different companies so many stories uh, i think that's where I'll, I'll start to move my content so if you're interested in that youtube channel is the video games hd my twitter is the vghd you'll catch me on those two shows so uh pleasure having you on cog and uh psychonauts always a pleasure uh, oh, being yeah, with buddy. you as well, and in, in, in this whole panel, uh, you know, it's always fun being with you guys every Friday. So, uh, thank you so much, and I'll see you guys on the next show. Awesome, man! And 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 pong that everybody wants a piece of. <laughs> it's showing up everywhere. Piece of the pong. <laughs> every show. where where what thousand uh, podcasts can everybody find you on this week? <laughs> <laughs> thousand now that would be dramatic right. uh first of all uh sorry i couldn't make it uh at the beginning of the show apologize uh that was it's okay i'm just worried I'm about the guy standing here, in but... your front lawn right now it's like negative 20 right now <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna go bring him a coat <laughs> after this so yeah. uh, you didn't give him a coat to begin <laughs> no uh Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't have time. I had to get in here. Cogs on. Are you kidding me? Priorities, priorities. Exactly. So, uh, chat, awesome. All you beautiful, wonderful people every week coming out to see us. Uh, again, none of us uh, would be doing this without you guys. You know uh, that's where my heart is. That's where I started in this community. I had no plans of doing this. Uh, but you guys coming out and supporting each and every week and seeing the same people here all the time. And some of my friends that I met in chat first is just awesome. And I, and I love to see it. So thank you guys all for being here. Psycho brother. Uh, so appreciative of you for jumping in for me uh, when I couldn't be of here. Course, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, you know, obviously division two bros. Yep. We got that. So oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Cog Lord Cognito, man. Uh Iron Lords, this is this is personal, but when I jumped in the community, there was a few shows I found off the bat, and uh, Iron Lords was one of them, uh, and my Sundays, and you guys are an inspiration. Uh, now that I decided to start doing this, uh, you guys are a major inspiration, and you guys, what you have over there in the community you have is just outstanding. 
Uh, it is a stellar place to go to every Sunday and to watch and to listen to you guys uh, not only be informative, but to entertain as well uh, the way you guys do and and to put on the production the production value that you guys have there uh, off the charts. And I, I, I can't tell you how much uh, it means to be on a show with you, man. I was devastated when I didn't I didn't think I was going to be here. So but thank you. Thank you for all that you guys do over there. Absolutely. So um Obviously, everybody else, appreciate you, panel, 3-Bit, Mav. You know I love you guys. And uh, obviously, shouts out. And Caitlin, if you're still here, I don't know if you're still here I'm or here. not. Okay, <laughs> love you, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, uh, thoughts go out to uh, Lupa. Continued thoughts go out to Lupa. And, mm-hmm. and we're hopeful mm-hmm. she's doing okay. So, uh, But otherwise, lot. yeah, exactly. Miss you a lot. Um, but otherwise, Pong Soul. Uh, you can find me Pong Soul everywhere, uh, Xbox, Twitter. Um, I am here every Friday night, as you guys all know. Uh, otherwise, Saturday nights on the Shop Pod Shop Podcast Ooh. with PTK Blam, Centurion, Fuzzy, uh, Fuzzy. and Stagarilla. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like that. Uh, like yeah. that show. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's been doing it for so long, man. Yeah. Uh, I, it's quality. I, I love guys. being there, man. Yeah, yeah. great guys. Um, and then, uh, otherwise, coming up, you never know where you're going to see me. Uh, hasn't been officially announced, but I'll throw out a little hint. Monday night, I will be someplace very green on Monday night. So uh, you, you can, you can, yeah, you can catch me there. So someplace very green. <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. So again, don't know where else I'll show up, man. These invites just keep coming in. So we'll see. But uh, that's it, out, it for now. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Love All time. right. And last but definitely not least hey babe hi honey <laughs> so where, where can everybody find you um you can find me on twitter at caitlin x0615 um you can find me on xbox at xox i'm so fancy xox oh i'm so fancy mm-hmm. um, <laughs> i like that i like that <laughs> I made it years ago. Okay, <laughs> I'm keeping it though. Yeah, there was a different. There was a different top 100 at the time. <laughs> yeah. um, and you can find me here every Friday. Salute. Yeah, and hey guys, um, starting this Sunday, this Sunday is the Sunday that it is going to begin. We have a new podcast premiering on the Fun Speculation YouTube channel. It is called Fun Pop. Uh, we are going to be talking all things movies, TV, games, and more. Uh, lots of fun topics we're going to have. This week, we're going to break down the Mortal Kombat trailer, as well as some insight yes. and thoughts on WandaVision. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun, uh, and I'm going to be joined graciously by our my two co-hosts, 3-Bit and Psychonauts. Uh, we're looking to bring that to you every Sunday going forward at 3 p.m. Eastern. Look for some awesome interviews we're possibly going to have in the future with maybe some. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say I don't want to. Yeah, some pretty cool people. I'll say that some pretty freaking cool people. Okay, uh, so I can't say I can't say too much because I want to make sure it's official first. But hey, we're we're yeah, things yeah. are going to be pretty cool over there. Kate did a lot of overlays. Uh, she just made uh, for that. So you get to premiere that on Sunday as well. So I hope to see you guys there Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And thank all of you in the chat for hanging out with us. It's been such a fun show today. See you guys on Halo in just a little bit. And until next week, you guys have a badass time. Take it easy.
Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.